<laughs> LA is our house. Welcome back to Balls and Monday, everybody. Our World Cup prediction and uh, recap show. Uh, it, it's it's so sad to say, but the World Cup is halfway over. 32 games are now no. in the books through match week number two. And it seems like the World Cup started just yesterday, and it is already halfway over. That's actually kind of uh, uh, such a sad thought. Along with the World Cup ending, my five-week vacation is also halfway done. And, yeah, horrible. I have to go back to work in three weeks. Let's go ahead and introduce the guys here. David Arona. Hey, what's up, everybody? I've been working through this whole damn thing. (laughs) And Bobby Lepe. Beer. No, I know it's balls it's of vodka, vodka, but I'm not. I'm not be. Ta- I'm not taking no vodka shots tonight. No, no, no. <laughs> Why? That, that's that's what makes it so fun. Oh. Oof. We're on Oof. the we're on the eve we're on the eve of the uh, the simultaneous last round of of uh, World Cup the World Cup group group stage where there's gonna be some wacky stuff happening and you don't want to take some vodka. We don't have to get up at five anymore. Oh man, let's look at look at look at look at look at look at let's just let's just move on because I really want to get to it. I want to talk about who brought in who brought the beautiful game to this tournament. I want to talk about who did great, who did who did not. Let's go. All right then, you heard him, folks. Let's right. go ahead and get right into it. So as uh, David said, as we move into match week number three, we are going to have four games a day. Uh, both uh, both games in each group. We'll be playing simultaneously so that there is no collusion. And uh, you'll have two groups a day. So in the next four days, you're going to get all of um, the 16 games in match number three. So let's go ahead and begin with group A. Uh, recap the last week's game. Uruguay and Saudi Arabia. Um, we had uh, predicted the Russia-Egypt game because it landed on a Tuesday when we normally record. So we don't have to talk about that. Uh, we know that Russia won their game. They have six points. Uruguay needed to beat Saudi Arabia to keep pace, and that's exactly what they did. But did it rather unconvincingly. Russia has been dominating and blowing out their opponents. Uruguay has been squeaking by uh, these uh, smaller nations. Guys, what do we make of Uruguay so far in this tournament? Well, I think that Uruguay, you know... Uh, and, and I'll say this for a lot of the South American teams so far. There, it seems like a lot of the South American teams are, or or some of the the bigger names in the tournament are are missing a lot of their bite uh, that they usually come with. Maybe some of that has to do with the setting. Uh, I, I did say before the tournament started that I had a feeling that this was going to be kind of a wacky World Cup. Uh, it could be that some of the lesser prestigious teams have uh, made it tougher for, for the bigger teams tactically. Uh, we were seeing a lot of negative football being played. Uh, and, you know, it could, it could just be that people aren't on form. Look, at, at Uruguay does not look like a World Cup winning team at this point. They played Saudi Arabia, which we thought looked horrible against Russia. Um, but then all of a sudden... They had these spells of possession that surprised me, and they really brought it to Uruguay, which Uruguay should not be having an issue with this. Um, 
It really frustrates me. Uh, look at shots on target. Uruguay had three. Saudi Arabia had two. Saudi Arabia's possession was 53%. Uruguay was 47%. That's, fouls? That's the Saudi Arabia that was in me. there. Saudi Arabia was in there with fouls as 13 compared to 10 at Uruguay. Now, I know that may be different. That, that, that's a matter of opinion, what you decide, what is that right or not. But to me, that's showing that you're in the game, fighting the game. It depends on the ref. But, I mean, that game, Uruguay could have easily came out of this winless. Yeah, I, I think that, well, for starters, I, I don't, I, I never had Uruguay as a uh, cup contender. I, I don't even think I had them as a dark horse. Uh, they could very well. I want them to be, though. Like, oh, yeah, of course. Like, I, a, like, like a, you know. Suarez I, I on the team, they're the darkest of horses. Cavani. No, I know. Suarez is my, yeah, yeah. But see, like Cavani, like, I mean, come on. Like, that team is, is so strong. It but is. It's not. It's not showing. It is. It, but but they're definitely not not coming or showing up to any of the games. Uh, like I said, back to back one zero victory. Egypt. It, it took a eighty uh, ninth minute corner kick uh, for them to to beat uh, Egypt. They're exactly where they're, where they're supposed to be per se. Uh, they got two victories in the first two games. They got six points. Uh, they they're control of their own destiny as far as winning the group, but. Uruguay should be showing more than what, what they uh, they have been showing, and uh, Russia, uh, the exact opposite. Russia, we thought would be stumbling, uh, maybe hoping to get out of the uh, the group stages, uh, needing a hand from FIFA. It, it looks like they probably didn't need that hand. They, they've been doing it very convincingly, and I, I'm not really sure um, what to make of it as far as going into that final game because it's going to be uh, Uruguay versus Russia. Winner will uh, win Group A. A draw would also uh, help Russia. They have a better goal differential. They have plus seven to Uruguay's plus two. So uh, Uruguay needs to win if they want to win the group. Um, however, if anything, if everything goes according to plan, and we know how well that's been going in this tournament so far, um, <laughs> you have Spain and or Portugal. I think if you're either one of those two teams, you're basically saying pick your poison. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's go ahead and um, let's go ahead and predict the, the, the games in Group A. So um, we'll start with the, the game that pretty much nobody is going to watch because both of the teams are already eliminated. Egypt will take on Saudi Arabia. Um, guys, uh, obviously, we're, we're not going to be watching this game. We'll be uh, watching uh, Uruguay-Russia. But, I will. But, well, they're, they're simultaneous. So, I mean, you got to keep one eye open. Oh. Yeah, they're, they're going at the same time. So, um, And it's not on ESPN Plus, damn it. <laughs> I can't be putting on both on screen. <laughs> you need two TVs. Damn, I need two TVs yeah. side by side. God damn it. Next project. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and give our predictions for um, Egypt and Saudi Arabia. Bobby, I'll go ahead and start with you since you're intend to watch this game well yeah so i'm intent to watch this game and, and since i have a plethora of monitors in my house i can watch one on a computer and i can watch another on the tv so i'm totally cool with watching both games uh side by side um i think this is going to be a good game within the respective teams i don't think saudi arabia is gonna you know uh hand it to egypt although i do see egypt winning this they really need a game you know before this tournament goes out salah needs something um 
I'm going to go ahead and give this Egypt with a, with the confidence of four. All right. David, what do you say? Yeah, obviously, both of these teams are going to be playing for pride. Um, Egypt, I think, wants to get something out of out of uh, the World Cup. They have that special player. Saudi Arabia has done has shown well uh, in uh, against Uruguay, and I think that they can. This this can be either a fantastic game where the two the two teams are playing really you know hard for pride. Uh, to get to mm-hmm. get those goals, to get a win before they go home. That's what it will be. Um, That's what it or will be. or it could just be a slog. Um, I, I'm hoping for, I'm hoping for the uh, the first one. Uh, I have Egypt winning this game. Confidence of four. All right. Uh, I've been very disappointed in Egypt. It was one of the teams I was uh, looking forward to watching this summer. I had never seen Egypt in play in a World Cup before. Uh, very excited to see um, Mohamed Salah. And uh, they've disappointed me um, pretty much at uh, at every turn uh, with the uh, injury with Tassala and uh, with the, uh, you know, biteless performance they had against Russia. Um, I think, uh, I mean, it's going to be really rough for me to say this, but I, I believe they're exactly where they're supposed to be based on what um, they have shown. Rumors are that uh, Mohamed Salah is uh, contemplating retiring from the uh, from the national team. I'm not sure if that's uh, something internal going on in that camp. If he's just uh, an emotional wreck right now and just making a really um, um, weird decision based on that. But uh, that's what the reports are coming out uh, today that Salah is considering retiring from the national team. I hope it's not true. I hope he uh, he continues to uh, to go. How old is he? Uh, he still has another World Cup in him. I'm not sure exactly what, how old he is. But oh, yeah. does he? So he's he's in he's in the younger twenties then. Um, maybe mid. Maybe mid. I, I'm okay. not entirely sure. Either way, I, I think it'd be a, a little premature. I could be wrong. I mean, he could be 37 for all I know. I would say I, I would I would say I mean, even though with the issues that you have this year, why say no to any prospective, uh, you know, like chance in the future? Who yeah. knows like in I the said, next four years we, how we, that team would be. Like I said, I'm, I'm not sure if that's an emotional decision. I'm not sure if that's something that, you know, he doesn't like what's no, going on. No, I'm sure on. it hurts him at the moment, for sure. Yeah. Um, but uh, either way, uh, Egypt has shown me more than Saudi Arabia has, per se. And um, I, I, I got to figure that Egypt can at least salvage um, the, uh, the honor win here. I also got Egypt winning this game with a confidence of four. Now, before I, I move on to Group B, there is something that I forgot to do. I forgot to give the uh, the latest point totals. Oh, yeah. Um, and it completely slipped by me there, so I apologize for that. It's okay. We just want to get straight into the World yeah, Cup. Yeah, I know. Man. That's what it was. <laughs> All right. Uh, wait, see, you rushed me, Bobby. I, I couldn't do my... Uh, I, I know. Sorry. Oh yeah, blame yeah, me. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. If I don't do, I just I just gave you the leeway, and then you're blaming yeah. me. <laughs> Throw hey, me under the bus after I said it was all good. Hey, man, just give me that inch. <laughs> I'm gonna take it. All right. So, um, so th- this week, or at least match week two, was uh, significantly different than it was in match week number one. The point totals for the week were um, astonishing. Uh, 16 ga- 15 games actually and uh, the most losses that any one of us had four and that was Bobby uh, so yeah he ah, 11 bitch. and four for Bobby <laughs> uh, David and I went uh, 12 and three uh, I got 50 points for the week David got uh, 37 Bobby got 38 which brings the grand totals to um, me at 48 points, uh, David at 44 points, and Bobby at 22 points. 
right, so let's go ahead and move on. Group B. I suck at this. We had Spain versus Iran and Portugal versus Morocco. Uh, both teams that should have won won, but it was not in the manner in which most of us thought it would have happened. Um, people were thinking blowout or at least uh, easy victories. It was anything but as Iran was giving Spain everything it can handle, especially after Spain scored the goal, because guess what? Iran was pressing and actually almost uh, equalized. Uh, Morocco, the same thing. Uh, much of what <clears throat> plagued them in the opening game against Iran created chances, went forward, but man, they just got no skill or tech, uh, technical ability in the final third. And once again, it was their downfall. Portugal, Spain, eke out 1-0 victories against Minnows. Guys, what do we see in this, uh, in both of these games here? Which one? Pick one first. <laughs> um, are we not Are we not talking about Uruguay, Russia? Is that... I am... Yeah, so, we, oh we my skipped God, that we one. Wow, we actually... Yeah. Wait, come on, man. No, no, it's no, okay. Matter. It's okay. Do we have to start over? Come on, man. <laughs> start over. Dang it. No, Bobby, no, 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 no. Bobby, no. just Podca- me up. Podcast continue. Ah, it's me all the, it's time. All the time. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I am all over the place here. Um, it's, it's, it's the wackiness of the World Cup. Let's go ahead. Our predictions... For Russia versus Uruguay, David, let's go ahead and start with you since you uh, reminded me. All right, uh, hold on. Let me let me uh, let me ask DJ Rudinko. No, he's not here. Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Little shout out to Fernando Fiore there. Dumb. Um, so dumb. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, <laughs> Russia has been impressive. They have surprised everyone, and I don't see any signs of stopping here, even against a stronger Uruguay team. Uh, then you know stronger than the opposition they face in the first two games, but as Uruguay showed, they're not all that much stronger than than the other two teams. So I'm gonna go ahead and give Russia the win here. Confidence of three. All right, Bobby, what do you say? Well, I I actually agree with a lot of uh, what David says. Russia, look at they have a seven goal seven goal differential, right? Is that right? Yeah. Um, and they've and they've only let one goal in this entire tournament. Um. That's incredibly impressive. Uh, yeah, I felt like the first game was slightly fixed, but damn, after playing Egypt, they really showed an aggressiveness and a possession and a type of play that no one in the tournament actually expected Russia to have. Uh, Uruguay, like we just said, we just we just finished saying that they're very lackluster and they're not really giving us anything uh, that we are expecting. But a lot of the teams that are in this World Cup is are slow growers. Um, there's a few teams that really went down a lot of the first few rounds, a few first few games in, in the group stages, I mean, and um, they're starting to really shine now. And I will definitely talk about that. And I think Uruguay is one of the teams that may do that. So I'm going to go ahead and give Uruguay the win here, which, man, is, 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 is a risk here, even though Russia, uh, confidence of two, Uruguay. This should be a no-brainer. I think going into this, uh, before the World Cup even started, I, I thought it was a foregone conclusion. Many people thought it was a foregone conclusion that Uruguay would just clean sweep through this group um, uh, very easily, get nine points, and uh, would have no uh, resistance until they got to the round of 16, which they would play Spain or Portugal. Not so much the case now. Um, I think this game is pretty even. Um Uruguay is by far the better side, but Russia has been one of the teams that has really shown the world um, that uh, they're for real. 
and uh, mm-hmm. or at least uh, you know based on what people's well, expectations I mean, they're, were. They're, um, you know, they, it, they'll they'll soon they'll soon have bigger opponents, though. Right, right, of course, and I and I'm well aware that Russia has beaten Egypt and and Saudi Arabia, uh, two teams that weren't really pegged to do much in the World Cup. However, Uruguay played these exact same teams and didn't do as yeah, well yeah. and didn't look um, as good yes. doing it. Um, I should yes. be picking Uruguay here. Um, I, I don't think. Ooh, I'm the lone dog I, I here. I don't think. Well, the, the thing is, I, I don't think any result would surprise me. I, I should probably just pick a draw just to make it interesting uh, so that we would have um, something different. Um, but I will give Uruguay the benefit of the doubt. Maybe they'll uh, pull it together now that they have better competition. Um, maybe they won't overlook uh, Russia. I'll give Uruguay the win with the confidence of that big one. Mm. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. I just won over you. Okay. Just won. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I actually should bet with a draw. Um. All right. So right back to Group B. I already said what I needed to say. Yeah. So, uh, Bobby, go ahead and yeah. uh, tell me your thoughts on the Spain Iran game. Ooh. You mean Portugal versus Iran? No. The uh, what we're recapping. Or you want me to talk about? You want me to recap it? Okay, okay. I'm sorry. I thought we were just no. doing. Okay, okay. So first of all, the Spain versus Iran game. This game had my blood boiling, uh, mainly because I was so upset at how much a problem Spain was having. To me, this was the tell of two teams, and is the same team, Iran. The first half. Look at Iran began the game heavily defensive. Spain was being patient and did not didn't really see it as a threat um 18 minutes in spain had only one shot on goal iran staying solid to stay staying solid to their tactical plan i'm watching them and the players they're making no risks they're staying poised iran style was on on like on par like as soon as as soon as like a center back came out like he went a few yards out with the ball he got rid of it and went right back no one was taking any chances in the first half um, until he got, uh, uh, until they got, they got, uh, bleh, until Spain got that Diego Costa goal. Now, I'm sorry. I feel Iran was the better team in this entire game. I'm going to talk about the second half. Uh, but when you have an attacker that's in the right place with the ligament in the right direction to where a deflection could hit a ball and go into the goal, you know, you're lucky. I mean, you went 90 minutes and when you, when finally, when Iran went down, uh, Spain, you're on your heels com- towards Iran. I mean, Iran started handling the game and the Iran, Iran started coming at them and it, like they continued to press and begin to challenge Spain multiple times. Iran, Iran stops. The, oh, this is one thing I wanted to say. I'm sorry. Multiple times that was really annoying me about Iran is that every time they thought there was a foul, they would look at the, the, the ref and wait for a whistle. They would never take the advantage. Um, that was very odd to me. They did that three to four times, and I felt like if they did that, they would have they would they would have really tucked uh, Spain on the counter. Uh, but look at Spain didn't do well. They got a they got a goal in. They got the win. Uh, but it's it's nothing to be proud about to me. Iran did a really great job. And um, do you want me to move on to the Portugal, or do you want David to? Sorry, let's get David's thoughts in there. Okay. I think I think Bobby summed it up well. I, uh, again, as as Bobby pointed out, when you have something as as something as minuscule as a as a as a ligament being the difference maker here, uh, 
that that tells you that tells you a lot. And and I do think that Iran showed really well in this game, and uh, Spain were lucky to get through. Uh, unfortunate for Iran, I, I I felt like maybe they deserved a draw here, but you know that's uh, that's they that's did. the way the game goes. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it was uh, r- rather shocking. To, to see uh, a team like Spain really struggle against Iran, Iran had a uh, had a really good game plan. But again, I, I think their their downfall is uh, the technical ability. I, I think if um, I, I'm not going to question when it comes to these little teams, I'm not going to question heart. I'm not going to uh, question uh, no, work not. ethic. You see that with the United States. It's always been their strength. Oh, well, we have heart and we have grit. And, well, we need to be better. We need to be more talented, more technically gifted, and, you know, and not just rely on that and our athleticism. And that's what, what these small teams, that is what they rely on. That's why they just can't get over the hump. Iran definitely punching above their weight here. Spain, we talked about this leading up to the first game. They fired their coach two days before they played. That had to have affected yeah. them. There's no way that that doesn't affect them. Even in this group, you got to figure that they're not going to be on point as they would have been probably. But this is a but this is a Spain this is a Spain team where multiple players have been together for many many years. I mean, yes, there's a difference when the coach leaves when there's when there's, when there's um, swaps of coaches. But I mean, this is a family. This is a, this is these are, these are players that have been with each other for decades. Yeah, I don't disagree with you there. So a coach a, co- a coach should not be something that really like throws them out of whack. No, uh, I, I I don't uh, entirely disagree with you there. I, I do feel that uh, they should, based on their uh, their chemistry, they they should have uh, done a better showing. But I think uh, obviously if if. Uh, new coach is going in there and he's going to try something that maybe the players haven't done before or maybe they're not on board with. Um, it, it might give them uh, trouble on the field. But uh, regardless, Spain gets their victory. Um, Portugal, Morocco, kind of the same thing. I mean, Portugal struggled. They get the very early goal uh, thanks to Ronaldo off the uh, the corner kick. And again, the teams that were supposed mm. to win won just in a manner that was more difficult well, than most people would have thought. Well, look at Port, uh, Ronaldo made a beautiful header in the fourth minute. And after the fourth minute, nothing from Portugal. Really, literally. I mean, not literally, but there, but basically nothing. Morocco came on, on the constant attack throughout that game. And they were really the better teams. Ex- same thing as Iran Versus Spain, they were the better team. They just held on. Portugal just held on. They weren't able to like put in anything in the back of the net after that fourth minute. That's saying a lot. I, I think with Morocco, it was one of my teams going into uh, going into the tournament. I said, you know what? Don't sleep on this team. They're gonna give Portugal a run for their money. And before the uh, the Iran game. I thought Morocco was a dark horse to get out of that group, and I figured that P- Portugal would be on the uh, outside uh, looking in. Morocco lost to Iran, a, a game they probably should have won. Didn't finish their chances. Uh, shot themselves in the foot uh, by scoring uh, the own goal. And then pretty much same story here against Portugal. You, you had a team that went out, played their game, really took it to Portugal. They didn't back down. 
they went right at them. No. They uh, they they created their chances and uh, again. I mean, they, they had score. a literal full game. <laughs> I mean, they had a literal full game to come at them. Yeah, they didn't score, but yeah. I mean, it, it, Portugal really actually showed nothing. Either, yeah, though. I know. I mean, it was mostly Morocco. They were. I mean, I mean, I know Portugal wasn't parking the bus, but they were more defensive than attack minded in the rest of that game. Yeah, I I, uh, I agree. David, thoughts on uh, Portugal Morocco? Uh, I don't know. Lucky, lucky. That's all I can say. Portugal is very lucky. To yeah, get we, said a, I mean, we, guys, we said a lot. We said pretty much everything. <laughs> you, you guys pointed out everything regarding that game. Uh, Morocco, if they had better quality, I think they would have um, they would have done something a little bit more. But uh, but no finishing, no finishing pass, no no um, finishing touches. Uh, you know that that hurts you if you can't take shots then. You know, you're not gonna you're not gonna yeah. score goals. Uh, unlucky, I think, for, for Morocco. But you know, that's again, that's that's the World Cup. That's the World Cup. That's yeah. That's, uh, even yeah, yeah. That's just luck or luck, unlucky. That's all it is. All right, guys. So going into the final match day, Spain and Portugal on top of the group with four points. Iran has three. So Iran not eliminated yet. We thought that would have been the case. That's not the case. So, should Iran beat uh, Portugal? Or even, uh, actually, a draw would not help them. But uh, should Iran beat Portugal, Portugal would be eliminated. And the way that Iran played against Spain, I got to think it's actually pretty possible. If Morocco Mm -hmm. gets a little luck on their side, takes the game to Spain... You might see uh, Morocco pull off an upset over Spain, in which case a uh, an Iran tie could possibly get them into the uh, to the next round, depending on how many uh, goals Morocco scores on Spain. It's still an open group. I got to figure that Spain and Portugal are in control of their own destiny, and they're still the favorites going into those games. Let's go ahead and give our predictions. Iran versus Portugal. Who do we got? David. I'll go first. Okay, Bobby. Oh, okay. Bobby goes first. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. It just, there was a long pause. <laughs> um, look at, like I said, I'm going to say three things that I already said. Spain's game against Iran was not a walk in the park. Spain did not deserve this win, and Iran turned on the heat where Spain was on their heels. I agree with you, Lewis, that they're going to come at Portugal, and Portugal is going to have an issue. Now, it all depends. Is this Ronaldo's day or is it or is it not is this Ronaldo's World Cup or is it not I actually think it is in the group stages I think he's gonna have a great day and if he doesn't Iran is gonna pounce I'm gonna go ahead and do Portugal confidence of two all right David how do you see things um the one thing that I'm starting to see in in the World Cup is is we're starting to see some course correction uh and that that showed a little bit today in today's matches. Uh, I agree with Bobby in that this right now, this is Ronaldo's world cup. He's has all the motivation in the world, um, to do well and to, to, to pull that team with him. You know, like I said, uh, you know, whether or not, uh, Portugal is going to play well, it's not going to matter because Ronaldo is going to grab them by the scarf of the neck and just drag them with him, um, to into the next, into the next round. Um, the more motivation, or or if uh, and if he needed any more motivation, 
Today was Lionel Messi's birthday. So you know he's going to want to steal. I was going to bring that up at the Argentine time. He's going to want to steal the thunder from that. So uh, I have Portugal. Uh, you know, you know, you know, Messi's crying I on his have birthday. Portugal with the win, confidence of five. <laughs> All right, yeah, I, I, wow. I think Iran's going to come I don't out. That much. <laughs> Iran's going to come out firing. I think they'll be motivated. They have a legitimate shot, or at least a, a half decent shot at advancing out Dude, of. They the have group. a shot, yeah. man. And so they have a shot. Uh, they, they still have yet to score a goal on their own. I think that's kind of funny that uh, a team that has a shot to come out has yet to score a goal (laughs) on their own. Can they give Portugal fits if they play against the the way they did against Spain? Definitely. Can they pull off a victory or even a tie? I believe so. But Ronaldo, yeah, he's not going to let that happen. He's going to rise to the occasion. He's done it so far. I I have no reason to believe that he wouldn't do it again. I also have Portugal, and I will also lock it. Spain and Morocco. David, let's go ahead and start with you. Spain is Spain is Spain. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna take it to Morocco. Yeah, Iran gave them a hard time, but I think that the quality is gonna shine through here, especially if there's a question of whether or not they're gonna, um, you know, there's there's it's up in the air whether or not they're still gonna advance. Like you know, like like you said, they. Uh, Unless Iran pulls a upset off, it's it's likely they'll advance, but they're going to want to make sure of that. So I think this is Spain's game, confidence of five. Morocco's uh, inability to finish in the first two games uh, was their downfall. I can't imagine that they would put one by the uh, so-called best goalie in the world. I can't imagine that they would get past the uh, the back line, and Spain would only need one anyway, or at least that's the way uh, I figured and I figure that's the way it's going to happen. I also have Spain, and I'm locking them as well. Bobby, I think I skipped you. Look at, yeah, you did. Um, it's fine. Um, look at, I agree with both of you, but I am not. Oh, I actually am there. Oh, I don't. <laughs> I'm looking at my confidence points. I'm all. I did put five. I did lock this. I'm like, because after after the, that whole spiel of Iran, I even brought myself down. And I was like, nah, I didn't, I didn't put that five. Well, fuck, I already sent this out. So, okay, Spain, a confidence of five, but I'm really worried about that now. <laughs> That's funny. It, because it, the reason I want to say the reason I want to say this, the reason I want to say this is because Morocco actually actually brought a good challenge towards Portugal. Yes, Spain is a better team than Portugal. Um, and they're on the uprise, like they're getting more confident and they're actually starting to understand like how they're playing together. They're, they're not so the edginess isn't there as 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 it was for pretty much all of the teams in the opening on the opening games. Um, so I do really think they're going to take over. But, you know, who knows? I mean, I mean, I, don't, I feel like Spain is overconfident in every game. And by the half, they realize, oh, shit, we need to. We need to figure something out. And I'm not really I'm, I'm I wouldn't be surprised if at the half this was a, was at a draw at some point, a zero zero or one one. Um, but then Spain had to like Spain has to has to pull pull up their pull up their britches and get in there. You know. All right. Well, uh, yeah, I have to agree. It almost seems like that they're a second half team so far in, their, in these first two games. Let's go ahead and move on to uh, Group C. Let's start with the Denmark-Australia game, which was pretty much exactly what I expected. 
uh, a very dull game. Uh, Denmark very uh, very much disappointed me in that first game. Uh, showed me nothing against Peru. Extremely fortunate. I think I fell asleep in this one. Uh, I, I wouldn't doubt if you did. I did not wake up for this game. I think that was a 5 a.m. game. I don't remember this one. It was a 5 a.m. Yeah. game. I, I was not waking up for this garbage. I, yeah. I, I knocked out. <laughs> um, Australia, not a team that uh, is going to do too much. I, I don't have too much respect for them. And Denmark lost all my respect after the game in Peru, a, a game that they did not deserve at all. Uh, they didn't even deserve a tie. Uh, they, they deserve to lose that game by multiple goals. And here they are sitting with four points and, and more than likely going to go on to the next round with France, undeservedly so. Could not beat Australia. It was 1-1. What are your thoughts on the game, David? Ooh, me? Well, I, I, like you guys, didn't watch this game. Uh, I, I don't think that... <laughs> I, <laughs> I know, right? Uh, All of a sudden, <laughs> we don't care about the World Cup. No, I don't. <coughs> no I'm the, I'm the, I woke up. I woke up, but I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, there, Bobby didn't put the... You didn't read the fine print here, Louis. Uh, I, I actually didn't even wake up for this game. Uh, but as you said, judging from the previous game, we always figured that Denmark and Australia were going to be the ones that weren't going through. They got that lucky win against Peru, and so that changed the fate a little bit. Peru, you know, again, they they disappointed in their, in their games. They were unable to finish. Uh, they had poor, poor decision-making, uh, shoot themselves in the foot a little bit. So, you know, it's, it's, it's Denmark going through now, uh, probably with France. But uh, Australia, they, uh, they, they did what they usually do. They come in, they, they try to mix it up, they try to get something, they try to scrape something together. But, you know, neither, neither one of these teams is playing uh, any kind of beautiful game here. Um, should, oh, I, I was going to say, should I just give my prediction for Australia-Peru? But no, go, go ahead, Lewis. No. Um, well, I mean, since Bobby fell asleep for the game, and I really don't have much no, to well, say. Or, okay, Bobby has something to say. Well, because I realized that D David um, bunched the two games up, which we're going to predict in the next one. So I can say I can say when it comes to France and Peru, um, look it. France, they've shown up. They're starting to connect. They're, they're starting to show their incredible style of play um, and their connectivity. And unfortunately, that happened over Peru, uh, which I did not want that to happen. I mean, I want Peru to win with anybody. Um, Denmark, Australia. Yeah, all I remember that game is sleepy eyes. <laughs> like waking up and go looking, looking at it and hearing the commentators going, okay, it's whatever then. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just going back to sleep and then waking up and checking it and go, okay, yeah, whatever. Okay. <laughs> and it's going, okay. <laughs> So that was that game. Yeah, absolute <laughs> snooze fest, and uh, yeah, when the when the five a.m. alarm went off, that's exactly what I did. I just snoozed it I, off. I just want to apologize. To, I want to apologize to all of our zero point one listeners that are from Denmark and Australia. We do actually, we do uh, actually it, have it, listeners in Australia. Uh, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's zero point one. It's really low. <laughs> yeah, sorry guys. Um, okay, so France and Peru. So I, I actually tend to disagree with you just a little bit, Bobby, because. France, though they oh, yeah? are okay. uh, going to win the group and they're on to the next round and they, they got their six points uh, pretty much as expected. Again, they have not shown me anything much like the bigger teams in this tournament so far. They squeaked by Australia, penalty kicks, uh, VAR controversy. Uh, 
you know, barely w- was able to, to get past them. And I said, okay, fine. You know what? Opening day jitters. Um, it happens to uh, to uh, the, the best teams out there. No biggie. They're going to come back and, and uh, make per- Peru pay for it. But Peru actually outplayed France a majority of the game. Uh, I can tell you that the, the entire second half, Peru completely outplayed France. And again, lack of finishing is their downfall. A, a team that has shown me, and I'm sure has shown the rest of the world, that they belonged to be on this stage. Uh, a team that belonged to be with the, with the other big, uh, big uh, teams and stars of the beautiful game. They did more than just belong. They were supposed to do something special. Okay. I think that um, obviously they're shooting themselves in the foot if you're not uh, able to finish the chances that you are creating, if you're missing penalty kicks, well, whatever the case is. You have played Denmark, you should have won. You have played France, you should have at least gotten a draw. And you would be going into uh, the Australia game with four points and uh, very well uh, could be moving on into Group C, in, in which case you'd be facing... Regardless of what team you're facing in that group, whether that's uh, Nigeria, Croatia, Iceland, or even Argentina, I got to figure that Peru has a legitimate shot at getting into the quarterfinals. Well, look at I, I, look at um, <clears throat> now that you're saying that. Okay, I don't. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not retracting my opinion, but I'm I'm slightly more aligned. Your what you're saying. Look at. I feel bad for Peru that, you know, they they came off a loss overall over a deflection of a strike that changed the angle of the ball where the goalkeeper couldn't do anything. So, I mean, he was on top of it the entire game. I but the the, the thing for me that that really upsets me uh, among the the other things that have upset me during this tournament is Peru the the record and the fact that they've already been eliminated. It doesn't show what they have, uh, what they were able to do in this World Cup. I think it's a shame that a team like Peru, who is probably the most fun and most exciting to watch, and the record notwithstanding, you probably can put them up there with Belgium, Russia, Mexico, as far as teams that have really uh, shined. I thought. Peru shined. You just couldn't. You they just could not at not that. Score. I don't think at that level. I also. I don't but, think at that level. But look at it this way: Argentina, and I know you're going to agree with me here, Bobby. Argentina has been a complete shit show those first two games, Disaster. and they have Disaster. a legitimate chance of, of getting into the second uh, into the second round. We'll get to that. We'll and get Peru, to that. We'll get to who that. Who have been a significantly better team than Argentina in this tournament has already been. Eliminated. I think that is uh, an extremely huge injustice. There, okay, no, but, but yes. dude, but dude, you get the you get the teams. You you have to win the games that you're that are put in front of you. You're not winning. You're given. No, 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 no. You don't have to. You don't have to win the games that other teams lost. Instead of instead of you. you I mean, you know, you get no, what no, you no. get. That's what the no, draw but I, is. I, but but I but I understand. But I but I understand what Lewis is saying. That the quality that Peru has been putting on the pitch is way above standards compared to Argentina. And what Argentina is being the door that's being opened for them is unjustly when it when it, when it, when it's when it's comparative to a Peru team that is truly better and performs at a higher standard and 
is a, you know is, is is a low rank much more of a low ranking team than Argentina that should be qualifying and getting through when 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 Argentina still has this s- small smidgeness smidgeness that's not even a word of a chance uh you know, like it's. it's I don't it's, even it, think. I, it's, I, I see the unfairness. I don't even think it's a small chance that he's I saying. Think it's that he's saying. A legitimate shot. We'll get there. A bigger chance that it should right. be. A bigger sure. chance that it should uh, be. Yes. But let me let me let me let me get let me let me let me let me say this really quick with France because I just want to defense defend them really quick in that game. Look at on to to that point to that game. Look at because we're going to talk about Colombia later, but to that point that France team was cheeky, inventive, and playful. And to me, that was incredibly entertaining, and that's something I want to watch in the World Cup. Uh, I agree. And that's what I want to see moving on forward. And And we'll talk about the better team that's doing that now later. Uh, But, yeah. That's that's all I want. To say. I, I agree with you 100. percent And I think France has. I even picked them as one of the favorites to win the whole thing. I think if it wasn't Brazil, I said it would have been France. I think I'm, I might be wrong on both uh, on both of those teams right now. But I agree with you. In fact, that's one of the reasons why I want to see Peru going to the second round because they have been extremely fun and cheeky and uh, and creative in, in uh, on the field. And it, it's unfortunate that really. Peru? Yeah, Peru. No, I, uh, I don't I, see that. Oh man, you got to show me those plays because I haven't yeah, seen, I've them. seen them. Being, I've seen them being hardworking, and I've seen them aggressive. being aggressive, and I've seen them being being mm-hmm. exciting, but cheeky and cute. Hard. No, 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 no. Not, not Peru. There's only two teams that's been that way right now, and that's only been France and Colombia. Uh, to be honest, Belgium. Uh, they're not cheeky and cute. They're precise and solid. Yeah. My, much like the Germans. Uh, so, okay. So uh, no, Germany is not, get Germany's not let's, even let's, showing let's that. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's finish yeah, predicting yeah. Group C. Fuck it. Let's just mash it all together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go ahead and, and get into our predictions here. Uh, so, okay. So, going into uh, that final match day, uh, we've already talked about it. France is already through, um, have not officially uh, won the group yet. Denmark can still overtake them should Denmark beat them. Uh, in that final match day, uh, Peru and Australia. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Peru eliminated. Australia would have to beat Peru. And uh, France would have to beat Denmark. It would have to make here. up a, I believe, like a one or two goal difference. Uh, not too much uh, mm. separating those two. So Australia actually still has a chance. Our predictions. Let's go ahead and start with Australia versus Peru. David, you're up. Uh, I think Peru gets their consolation win here. Uh, now they're they're faced with a uh, losing losing one of their uh, players. Uh, uh, Farfan has been ruled out of the next uh, for the next month with a concussion. Um, I'm assuming suffered in the last game, uh, so he will not be uh, his World Cup is over. But I still think that Peru get the the uh, win here uh, to give. The country and and <laughs> South America something to cheer about before they go home. So I, I have Peru confidence of three. All right, Bobby, do you agree? No, I don't. I mean, I really don't have any confidence with both teams. Peru is a really good attacking team, man, but Australia is a really good defensive team, and they're taller and they're stronger, and I really think they're going to hold them down. So I'm going to go this with a draw, but with the confidence of one. All right. Um, Yeah, consolation victory for me for Peru. Uh, I think that they have a much more better quality. I think they've shown that in this tournament. Um, uh, they got to score. They've yet to score. 
um, unfortunate. I, I think that they're, they're going to get to Australia. I, I don't necessarily uh, rule out that draw, Bobby. I think that's a pretty uh, pretty safe bet there. I uh, will give the... Uh, I will give the benefit of the doubt to, to Peru that they finally uh, uh, break. I mean, I want Peru obviously, to win. Uh, but but I think they <laughs> break through here. Uh, I will get Peru, and I'll give them a confidence as three as well. France and Denmark. Like I told you, Lu- sorry. Like I told you, Louis, uh, this is very different compared to balls and beers. Like balls and beers, I'm down with like the teams that I hate to win, so I could get my points. <laughs> But here I'm just putting points of like, you know, like you assume the right team, the the correct team is going to win. But at the same time, you're really rooting for the underdog. Yeah, of course. Um, And of course, balls and vodka. It's a novelty. There's no trophy in it. (laughs) France France and Denmark. Bobby, who do you got in this game? All right, France and Denmark. Like I said, France is is starting to connect. They're starting to show cheeky and playful soccer football um and this is what i want to see in the world cup this is this is ah it just it just makes me so excited uh so i hope i really hope that they continue with this um i feel like they're really connecting i feel like they're really enjoying playing together same as belgium um although not as solid uh i go with the france win denmark i'm sorry but you're kind of a sleeper for me and i really it's kind of you're just muted. Uh, so France win confidence four. David, uh, I think this goes a, a different way. I think that uh, Denmark, Ooh. Denmark, it really pushing to get into that group stage. France kind of taking their foot off the pedal and saving themselves for the knockout rounds. I have this as a draw. And shout out to our eighteen listeners or eighteen listens in Denmark. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> I have. We're, uh, sorry, guys. We're, uh, we're worldwide. I don't mean to be mean. I have a. I have a draw. Confidence of three. Oh, uh, by the way, uh, by the way, we also. We love you. Sorry. By the way, in total, in the last, uh, let's see, what is this? In the last year, we've had one listen in Saudi Arabia and one listen oh. in Morocco, uh, one in Pakistan. Saudi Arabia, you got you guys have done a good job this tournament. <laughs> don't don't feel bad. Morocco, you've held on. Look at it. it's 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 it, your your noobs your noobs. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> all right, France and Denmark. Uh, I'm sorry to those 18 people that listen out there, but yeah, De- Denmark hasn't shown me absolutely anything in this tournament. I thought they would put up more, much more of a fight uh, in this tournament, especially against Peru. Like I said, very lucky to. Uh, to be in the running for uh, for round of 16 spot. France probably will rest their players, uh, uh, but should Denmark beat them, Denmark would win the group. I don't think they're going to rest players. They, they might have a combination. Either way, have you seen the 23-man roster? Wow. You can put the B team in there, mm-hmm. and they're still going to be one mm-hmm. of the better teams in the entire tournament. I think France runs them over. France, lock it up. Let's go ahead and talk about Group D, one of the big, huge <sighs> talking points in this past week's matchup. And I'll just get right into it. Argentina versus Croatia. A, a game, by the way, that I did predict. I had Croatia winning this game. I did not think it would be that bad. Argentina imploding in front of the entire world. And Croatia took full advantage of it scoring a 3-0 victory 
earning themselves six points, and I believe Group C. Um, I'm, I'm not sure if they've locked it up or not. I think Nigeria still has a shot, but they would have to beat Argentina and make up a five-goal differential. So I'm going to say think that's that possible. Croatia, I think it's it, it's. I mean, they are no. playing Argentina. They are. I, I, I don't. I don't necessarily think they're going to uh, score five on them, but uh, but I, I also believe that. Uh, uh, I, I think Croatia has us in the bag, uh, although not entirely. It's not official yet, but uh, Croatia. Um, wow, what an absolute performance. Brilliant performance against Argentina. Argentina is in complete shambles. I, I had said it um, to, to our first week when we started predicting. I said it when our, our draw show back in December. Argentina was vulnerable. They are not a good team. They struggled in qualifying. This is not an easy group for them, despite of what other people may have thought. And it's showing. And now you're going to go up against Nigeria, which is a tricky opponent. Guys, did you see the look on Messi's face as the national anthems were being played? I mean, the guy. You know what? I missed it and I heard yeah, about I mean, the, it. The, the, the he guy just, he didn't want to be there. He, he did not. The, the guy is done. I mean. Um, he's not a star. He's not. He's, he, he can't live up to the level. I'm sorry. I know people feel bad and sad for him. But this is the moment where you have to take the pressure. For that type of star. So for that level of freaking soccer star. So, man. so this is where I And you know what? And look at and and, and I wanna say this really quick. The majority of of the, the top leaders and top stars of every team, other than Salah probably, because he just, they had a bad game, rose up to the occasion this week, except for Messi. here's the thing. I I agree with you, Bobby. Uh, for being the best player in the world. For being on a team that's supposed to be one of the best teams in the world. Uh, for a guy who has won trophies, uh, trophies galore with his club side. The the pressure and the expectations comes with that. It's a part of exactly. it. Exactly. It comes with that territory. The reason I feel bad for him is the the country that, he, that he's from, Argentina. Okay. They, uh, yes. The, the, the media down there, the fans down there, I mean, this is a religion to them. And, mm-hmm. I mean, you can, you don't talk about someone's religion in a negative way. Your, your, your defenses are going to go up. Yes. You're going to bring out, uh, you know, the, the nuclear arsenal if you even just slightly joke about someone's religion. The fact that um, this program... I mean, he gets crucified. Yeah. He gets crucified. He does. He does. Argentina. And the, the weight... Of that pressure, uh, I mean, obviously has gone to him. We saw it in the Copa America a couple of years ago when he quit. The national team says, I don't want to do this anymore. And uh, I said, you know what? That's a, that's an emotional decision. He's going to be back. But you know what? I think he physically was back, but his mind never did. I think his mind was no. set like, yeah, I, I quit. I'm done. And he never did it, come it, back. And, and now, to can be we, honest with you, he hasn't been the same player at Barcelona since. Yeah, that's true. So that's I, don't true. It's, I don't think it's now, just for Argentina. Now he he has obviously he has better players around him at, at in Barcelona and and I, and I'll say and I'll say this not only he sure he has better players but he has a coach who but Argentina is still fantastic he has a coach who uses a system that benefits him and you have you you listen to some of the stuff that has come up come out about Sampioli in the last you know after the or during the last game and and after the last game. And some of the stuff that he's said, like he has a book and that he said, he doesn't like the plan. He he feels whatever's in the moment and he does that. 
He doesn't. He doesn't make plans. What do you mean? He doesn't everything. 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 And I'm, the players have come out every, and said he puts players in 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 uh, uncomfortable positions. He doesn't. Um, he doesn't make his his intentions clear, and he doesn't know how to. He doesn't know how to be tactical. This is to me. Well, this sounds like Klinsman times a hundred. Well, David's right in the in the sense that the entire team is in incredibly unhappy with him i mean they wanted him out before this next game uh they didn't get that uh he's gonna be there look it but he's like in the last couple games he's been blaming the entire team other than messi though here's it like i don't i don't okay, understand so, so, that. no no here, here here's the thing uh, there's a couple points i want to make uh, number one sampioli was Go for it. the the coach that followed up uh, Marcelo Bielsa in in Chile, and I believe it was Sampioli who got him the Copa America title, if if I'm not uh, mistaken. So the guy knows, um, at least with that Chilean team, he knew what he was doing, and tactically he knew what he was doing, sure. and it thrived. Sure. Uh, completely different story. Maybe he felt the pressure in Argentina as well. Like I said, uh, the Argentina media and the fans are completely different beast than um, than you would have in in Chile, but. You know, th- this Argentina team is is completely dysfunctional. Um, I'm not going to sit here and say that Argentina has been, you know, garbage because of Messi. I- I'm not going to sit here and put the entire blame no. on him. No, no, th- this no, no, is no, no, a, no, no, This no, no, is no. a combination of everybody, the, the players around him, the lack of leadership, uh, the, the coach. Um, and as Bobby said, I mean, uh, there was rumors. It's nothing official. There were rumors that the players were, um, were uh, you know, uh, rallying for, to for, get him out right, of the goal. Calling for mutiny over yeah. here, uh, a la France 2010, in which, uh, you know, they ousted their coach um, in South Africa. Uh, something similar was happening here with Argentina, asking Sampioli, don't coach that last game. Have somebody else do it. Um Again, it wasn't official. It was rumors, but it wouldn't surprise me that that was the case. Um, Argentina, it's, uh, I mean, it was it was sad to watch, um, especially with Messi. But uh, like I said, I'm not going to put the entire Where, What do you blame. mean? Where was Messi? Where, what do you mean? Well, the Where thing was is, he? is that. Because I barely saw him in that game. The, the, the stat that really popped out at me is that um, the goalie. Oh, had more oh passes God. completed than Messi did yep. in the entire game. That and is not you, a stat. Did you, that you, did you see see. Messi's? And what a pass! And did what you, a pass! Did that you see Messi to to? Uh, yeah, whoever scored the Croatia. Did you did you did you see did did you guys see he, uh, Messi Messi's heat map? Yes. He was just. It, it seemed like he was just wandering off in the like on the side, just not really wanting being involved. Like to me, in that sense, like that's not. That's not the area he well, roams. Well, like I said, I mean, you, you look at his body language, his facial expressions while the national anthems are being played, and you knew that Argentina was in trouble. You but knew wh- that. But why allow yourself? Why allow more pain upon yourself instead of taking this opportunity to let try? Because I don't. I really like. Look at. There's a difference with. There's a difference that you see with Messi and other players that are the leaders of their teams. They are ready to like put them. Put that. That 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 weight on their shoulders and go for it. Look at James today. Like there's a. I mean, my God. But there's a reason that the the term going through the most, just going through the motions exists because you, 
people this tend to people tend to, no of course not this it's, is his I last mean, world is, cup when is his last i would think it's individually i would think individually you would realize like this is my last world cup and i know that everything's on top of you but at least get involved in the game more i mean this is the guy that can dribble through like the cast of the of the movie 300 yeah, but, yeah right but- and you can't get through two guys I mean, if, you can't if they, expect if they, him to win every single game like that you know what i mean like but it, no of course not he's not going to win every single game like that but he's not given the opportunity he doesn't have the ball in his feet at the the, the amount of times that he can overcome you know what i mean like the ratio is too small he barely has the ball you know, I actually think he had the ball too much. I think the game plan was just too focused on on, on Messi. It almost seems like I mean, we, we joked about it, you know, uh, as Galaxy fans that uh, Siggy's game plan is Oops. get the ball to Zlatan. It almost seems that Sampioli's game plan was get the ball to Messi. That's how that. And, but uh, he had you know, he had nothing. They they they. Can, can we talk about the game though? Like we're just all talking about Argentina. Can we talk about the Argentina versus Croatia game? Because I also want to talk about Croatia. Yeah, yeah let's go ahead sure. and talk. Because I want to talk about how right. great they were. Yeah, uh, because they right, so let me let me, let me let me let me get straight to this. Croatia was composed. Uh, they knew their game plan. They were attack minded. They were ready to pounce on all of their opportunities. Uh, the first victory for Croatia was was in five attempts to get uh, against South American nations and at the World Cup. Like this is the first time in five attempts. Um, Argentina, man, you know, dude, like I'm, I'm, I'm just so frustrated because Argentina has failed to win their opening stage matches for the first time since 1974. That's fucking ridiculous, with Messi on the team, and I know it's not just him, but uh, look at the entire game. Argentina was toothless. To me, Messi was non-existent. Uh, look, attack-minded. I mean, I was just so I was just so upset with it, the, the first the Argentina's first uh, goal, the goalie. What was the goalie? Yeah, no, no. When he did that lob, when he did that, when he did the lob, and I, I, that seemed like Howard Lasso. I mean, look it. I feel like 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 Golasos. I feel like sometimes you guys call like a few things howlers that I don't I don't agree, but this was a Howard Lasso. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot. This was the most fuck. I'm sorry. I, I we don't we we don't we don't we don't got any guest on this, so I'm cussing. So this was the most fucked up, stupidest decision you could ever make, ever. And, and Wait a minute. No, that, that wasn't his first. He has he had a couple blunders against Iceland that he didn't pay for, and he had done it at least one time in the Croatia game before finally um, making the the mistake costly. I, this is a guy who had not played in I don't know how long because he's Chelsea's backup. So it wasn't mm-hmm. that he was getting any playing time. The the starting goalkeeper went down before the tournament started, and and here's this 36 year old guy who's barely making his uh, World Cup uh, uh, debut, um, and he certainly showed it. The guy was not ready. He was not uh, um, willing to just you know take seize that moment, and uh, it, it it showed. And again, I'm not blaming, uh, putting the loss just on him. It's a collective effort here. I mean, even look, sure. look, look at the look at Croatia's third goal. Go back and watch that. Yeah, but the that defense but, just but, said, but that must... I'm done. Like nobody, nobody <laughs> yeah. ran back. But, and even when Croatia was just kind of dancing in the penalty area, okay, I just got to yep. get around this one mm-hmm. guy. There are four defenders just watching it. Like, um, can we get an offside call? No. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it, it was. It yeah. was yeah. so yeah. bad. It was just. It, it was. Uh, it was pathetic. 
and Croatia, um, you know, good for them. They deserve honestly, to go on honestly, to the next round. I, oh, no, they do. I mean, like, once once Croatia made the first goal, they had Argentina's number, dude. Yeah. Like it was, it was over. I mean, it was, it was, it was amazing how bad Argentina responded to this. I mean, they had no ideas, no creativity, nada. Look at Iran did a better job handling being down a goal against Spain. Dude, agreed. agreed. One. What the 100% hell? One hundred percent agreed. Argentina never looked like a threat. Not at all. Croatia, Croatia never stopped being a threat after the fifty-third minute. Yeah, I know. Yeah, no, it's true. It's very true. Um, So we're actually running this episode a little long. We're barely going to get into the halfway Yeah, this is the deluxe. This is deluxe. It's the last last day. Come on. It's the last time. (laughs) We got to do it. The last. And and we're we're pretty heated here. We're we're pretty heated here in a lot of these games. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's go ahead and talk about the other game in Group D. That was Iceland versus Nigeria. Nigeria scores uh, uh, a victory over Iceland. Um, the Super Eagles get their three points and are in control of their own destiny. They will uh, face that dysfunctional Argentina side. And Nigeria is, uh, I'm sure, liking their chances going into that game. Um, Ice Nigeria, speak to me, guys. Look, Argentina huh. made Iceland look a lot better than we thought they were than, than they showed against Nigeria because Nigeria bossed mm. that game. They Iceland... I don't think ever really looked that um, threatening. Musa just was beasting everybody. Uh, that goal that he scored where he rounded the keeper, you know, there's again, there was just a complete performance from Nigeria. Uh, made Iceland look like uh, the team that they, that they should be or in the place that they should be. So Nigeria flying high. I think that, uh, you know, if nothing else, they, probably deserve a, a spot in the next round yeah I, i'm gonna have to agree there N- nigeria i actually thought they looked good against uh croatia but again uh lack of finishing uh has been uh the story for the, the teams that are on the uh, losing end of these games could not finish the chances croatia did croatia has been extremely efficient in uh in front of the box uh nigeria croatia solid should be uh four points uh, along with Croatia, I, it, the, a win over Croatia would not have been uh, surprising to me. I think that game was uh, too close to call either way. Uh, Nigeria, uh, you know, I, I feel bad for Iceland. I think that they were the, dar- the darlings of, of this tournament and everyone. Absolutely. Who- they're, they're the smallest nation. There's the first time in the World Cup. Not only them. It was it was also Panama. Right. Panama, right? right? Yeah. And then who else? Was there another? No, I, I, I think that was it. I think those are the two debutantes. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, I mean, it, it's a feel-good story, <laughs> and, and the world's going to relate to that, and they're going to uh, root for the Cinderella underdog team. And um, they, they played a masterful game against Argentina and came up short against Nigeria, and we're not going to take anything away from Nigeria. Um, they also played a, a very Absolutely good game. Um, and and uh, I'm I'm going to be rooting for them. Uh, I'm sorry, Presidente, but uh, Nigeria, I think, uh, deserves to be in the second round here. So let's go ahead and get into our predictions. Nigeria, Argentina, who do we got? We're still doing this part? Yeah, we're still doing this part. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, Dude, this whole time I lose, the whole time Lewis was wrapping that up. I'm like, what are we doing right now? Oh, what wait, am no, I going to no, say we're, next? We're, we're the next game. <laughs> uh... <laughs> As much as I hate to say this, because um, I do think that Argentina, once they shake this off, 
they're going to start to put things together. I don't think it's enough time, though. I have Nigeria winning this game. Confidence of two. Bobby, what do we got? I will cry for you, Argentina. I'm gonna go for a draw here. Oh, it's still Confidence of two. Two, 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 two. <laughs> What's in that vodka? All right. Um, um, so uh, uh, I don't care how much talent you have when you're dysfunctional. It's just it's not going to click. If Sampioli, as we expect, uh, will be on the sidelines, it's not going to get any better. Their teammate just actually quit on him. For all we know, it looks like Argent. I mean, it looks like Messi has already done that. It doesn't look good for Argentina, Nigeria. This is theirs. This is theirs. They're giving it to you. You need to take it. You need to make sure that you they are finishing mm-hmm. their chances. Make sure that you're not overconfident Absolutely. either because you never know. Argentina, mm-hmm. they have the talent. You give them the space, they might make you pay. Um, Argentina also uh, with a lot of blown chances against Croatia. They had several opportunities to score in that game. But regardless, they did not deserve to get a result in that game. Nigeria should be taking this, but I'm going to agree with Bobby here. I'm going to go with a draw. I think Nigeria still uh, goes through with the draw. Croatia would have to beat Iceland for that to happen. I think that does happen. Draw. Confidence of two. Ooh, same. Yeah, exact which, same thing. Which, which sees uh, Argentina out. Argentina oh, would be sucks, out. That sucks, man. We love Argentina so goddamn much. Stupidos. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just so mad at them. Uh, this would be, uh, should they uh, lose this game or even draw this game, uh, it would be the first time that Argentina uh, would be out of the group stages since 2002. Let's move on. Iceland and Croatia, who wins in this game? David. Oh, come on. Uh, I would love to give Iceland a win here, but I think Croatia is just flying too high after that After that Argentina win. Uh, I have Croatia winning this game. Confidence of three. Bobby. My Vikings. You need to be on point in this game. But Croatia is the better team. It's not that they're just flying high. They are the better team. I'm going to give Croatia the win. Confidence of three. Guys, I'm going to make it unanimous here. I think Croatia might uh, rest a couple of their players. I think they do have it in the bag, but it's not quite official yet. Um, They're going to have... God, I mean, Peru going up against Croatia, that, that would have been a fantastic match. Um, I think they're going to rest some of their players uh, against Iceland, but, uh, you know, Iceland, they'll park the bus. It's their style. They're going to counter. Um, I'm pretty sure they'll be prepared for that. I think they'll have a combination of their starters and maybe a couple guys that weren't in there yet. I still think Croatia has enough to uh, to get one uh, one or two goals out of Iceland here. I also got Croatia, confidence of three. Let's go ahead and move on to Group E, where Brazil looking to rebound after a shock draw against Switzerland. They take on the Ticos, who uh, had a heartbreaking loss against Serbia, but didn't necessarily uh, deserve a draw in that game. Didn't really show much against Serbia. And uh, take on a Brazil side that I'm sure was hungry for revenge. 2-0 victory to Brazil. And it took them 90 minutes to score. And another seven. Uh-huh. 90 plus. 90 plus minutes. 90 plus. And another seven minutes in injury time <laughs> to add the insurance goal. Guys, Brazil is was one of the 
overwhelming favorites. We were praising them. The entire world was praising them. They were in line for the sixth title. They technically still are, but uh, lackluster performance against Switzerland and a very uh, performance against Costa Rica. Guys, talk to me. What's going on here? I, first of all, I just want to credit to Costa Rica. They, they frustrated the hell out of Brazil in that game. It was masterful to watch them do it for 90 minutes. Uh, unfortunately, they needed a little bit more time to uh, to frustrate the hell out of him. I will say that I was kind of upset because I felt like Neymar should have been out of that game uh, because he did go down for a penalty and VAR um, yep. confirmed that it was not a penalty and it was actually a simulation and no, no yellow card was given to Neymar at that point. Uh, that's absolutely a yellow card for simulation. I think that you know he kind of got a, a, a pass on that because he's Neymar. Uh, a few minutes later, he out of frustration, he like kicked the ball or punched the ball away, uh, and received another uh, or received a yellow card, which should have been his second yellow. Uh, so he should have been off. So that second goal maybe never happens. Uh, you know, with for Brazil. But let's be honest, it, David. Had had Neymar been yellow carded for simulation, which by the way should have happened. I agree with you. He does mm-hmm. not get the second yellow for kicking the ball. I yeah, can promise not. you. Maybe not. I can promise you that they don't give him the, uh, that yellow card. Uh, yeah, maybe not. I mean, he was getting fouled um, throughout that game. And that, that seems to have been the tactic for, for facing Brazil is just foul the crap out of Neymar. But also, they, you know, teams, teams are smart. They know that Neymar has a reputation for going down easy. So... <laughs> That yes. plays into the ref calling uh, a foul or not sometimes. I think that the, the, that's the reason why uh, the VAR called back um, the penalty because there is a tug, but Neymar goes down and makes a meal out of it. And so I think that had had he not made a meal out of that, I think it would you know maybe it would have gone differently. The decision would have gone differently. Either way, um, I think that works against Neymar as well as in favor uh, for other teams because they know they can get away with these little tiny fouls where he's going to make a big show out of it. Uh, Then again, you might get that referee that's just not going to stand for that and and crack down. So, you know, teams are playing with fire when it comes to that. Well, like, I, I slightly agree with David. I mean, like, look at the game beat prior to Brazil versus Costa Rica. Which one was that? I'm, dude, World Cup is so bunched up in my head. Um, no, Brazil, uh, they, they, no, they no, no, no. Brazil-Costa Rica was a 5 a.m. game. No, the one before that. The, the, the first Bra- round. The Brazil game before that. Oh, uh, the first round, yes. Yeah, so they were they were they were fouling the sh- the, the crap out of them, dude. And um, but like real fouls, they were really hurting them. This game, I feel like they they really handled it pretty well at the beginning of the game, and uh, the majority of it, like it was pretty easy to see when he was flopping because because the Costa Rican players realized that they couldn't they couldn't foul him in that in in that type of fashion. Um, look, Costa Rica. Look, I know they, I know, I know, I know they made the goal in the nine, in the like ninety-one or ninety plus or whatever. And you're always gonna get like three minutes of stoppage time minimum, or two minimum. But Costa Rica messed. They, they really ruined themselves by wasting time on the field, and they allowed that extra stoppage time to be added on. And while all that has happening, Brazil is breaking them down. 
That's not a smart tactic. You don't do that. You don't let a team break you down and allow more minutes on the clock for them to do oh, it. Oh, you know, Bobby, you would and that's exactly Bobby, what happened. When you live by the conquer calf, you die by the conquer calf. All right, so let's go ahead and move on. Oh, we know that Brazil is, uh, I mean, 100 times better than Costa Rica is. We expect Brazil to win that game 999 times out of 1,000. And, um, you know, Costa Rica, a, a lot of people were big on Costa Rica because of what they did in 2014. And I'm not going to take anything away from them. What they did was... Uh, was nothing short of phenomenal. It was extraordinary. It was uh, it was beautiful to watch. But let's be honest, that was the planets aligning. There's no way that that was happening again, at least not this season. Uh, not this season, this year. Uh, th- th- I-, I did not give Costa Rica a chance to get out of this group, and um, I was rooting for them. Don't get me wrong. I was rooting for Brazil and Costa Rica to get out, but uh, I had to be honest with myself. Costa Rica was not, um, you know, striking lightning twice. What bothered me about the game is that Brazil celebrated the goal as if they had just won the World Cup. You beat well, you beat a small Concacaf team. You shouldn't be celebrating like you just won the World Cup. In fact, if anything, you should be disappointed with yourself that it took you so long to break down a team like that. That you you're, that you yeah, but you, by. Got, you 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 got to put the whole scope in perspective. I mean, Brazil had a horrible tournament last world cup neymar was i don't know how many how many games was he in before he got that knee in his back and he didn't know if he was going to be able to play quarterfinals he did it in the quarterfinals um and i mean i i get it from him um they weren't the only team that were crazy emotional for winning something that you would assume would be small uh so i don't know this world cup the stakes are incredibly crazy, even at the first round of group stages. So, I, 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 I'm there with you, but at the same time, I'm not there with you. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, obviously they're trying to rebound, but when you're Brazil, the expectations come with it, much like Argentina. I just think that the the media probably isn't as uh, as vicious in, uh, in, in Argentina. In is so different, though. Yeah, exactly. Because um, because Neymar to me because Neymar to me Neymar even though in that game he re- like again another star in in his 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 his, his uh, team that actually rose to the occasion uh, in the in, in the overall game other than Messi and I'm not a fan of Neymar I I'm, I'm, I I like I just don't get it I, I don't know if I'm the only one that doesn't get it every time I watch him. I'm just like, what's great about him? Like, he just falls. I, I'm so, there I with know. you. Uh, do, do I think he sucks? <laughs> no. But do I think, like, he's the third best player in the world? No. no. Yeah, I don't think he sucks. No, no. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of like, there with you on that. He's creative and he makes good plays here and there. But he's no Ronaldo. He's no Messi. He's no... Uh, Zlatan, he's no. I, I, I mean, I mean, I can talk. I can go. I can go through like the midfield and defenders. Like he's no Van Dam. God damn it! Like I would <laughs> look, like, guys. I would go. I would go as far as to say he's no Tobin Heath. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're crazy, David. You got you. You just got no, mad. No, no, no. You're crazy <laughs> if you don't think Tobin Heath is one of the best <laughs> players in the world. Uh, oh, she well, is. That, that, that's a good point. That is a good point. That is a good point. All right, guys. Uh, so let's go on to the second game. 
the, the game that nobody cared about, oh, Switzerland it's and Serbia. So we thought this was going to be a snooze fest, and we were treated to one of the better games of this tournament, at least in my opinion. I really enjoyed this game. I remember texting you guys at halftime saying, is it just me, or is this game really, really no, enjoyable so right good. now? Because I'm really having a blast so watching this game. And going into it, I'm like, oh, this is... I don't want to watch this. Like, I could just do something else. But no, it's the World Cup, and I have to watch it. And I was pleasantly surprised at the uh, level of play and uh, what I was watching on the field. Switzerland at the death, as has been also one of the themes in this uh, tournament, uh, beats Serbia 2-1. to one. Guys, what a game. Dude. This game. This, this was just. This game has to be. Go, this Dave. game has to be, uh, like, in my bracket of one of the games of the tournament. Um, I'm also putting the Mexico Germany game in that, and, I'm, and and there's a couple others, but this game is is a very strong contender for one of the games of the tournament. To me, I don't like to like every time I like uh, hmm. So I just watched this documentary about Chapacuense. And uh, it was a fantastic documentary. But every time I see, like, coaches talk to their team saying, like, you're warriors. You did a great job today. Like, I'm just like, come on. You're soccer players. You're not warriors. Um, this game, I kind of felt that way. <laughs> I kind of felt like these guys were warriors. Like, they were so aggressive towards each other. They were so, like, it was... It, it, it was an attack-minded game. This is the game, this is the kind of game that I call the type of, like, greatest games of all time that you should watch. Not Ooh, wow. watching one team, yeah, like, I'm not watching one team fall apart in one half and then the other team fall the other. This is, this is a boxing match. These two were, like, just slamming each other in the faces and jaws and holding each other up on the ropes. This was a fantastic match. Fantastic match. I, I loved it. Definitely one of my favorite matches. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say it, it's the best match so far. I have that reserved for another game, but um, it's definitely up there. Oh, World Cup's not over. Oh, and, and the World Cup's not over. Right. Exactly. <laughs> We're only halfway through. Usually, usually more games left. Usually, you get those those great games in the group stages, though. Yes. Yeah, you're right, though. Um, yeah. Because um, then, because because then everybody becomes hesitant yeah. and they play yeah. safe, but. Well, we still have, uh, well, there's 16 games left. We're only going to be watching eight of them. So there's eight games left to see if uh, we can knock that off. But let's go ahead. Now, I uh, I don't know why I can't remember, but I want to say that there was a golasso in this game. And well, hold on, hold gotta... on, because cause, cause let me, cause let me, let me uh, bring something up. Probably uh, was. Bring something to your guys' attention um, in, sure. in this Serbia and Switzerland match that, that you know, we, we found out after. And, and to me, this is... One of those incredible things that you, you know, like only in the World Cup do you get these kind of storylines. And, and, and I just want to say, I, I just want, I just want to say again, I, I don't, I, I just, I, I feel bad that I keep like knuckling it in, but Shikari, like again, another star for their team performs. Yeah. yeah so you have you have Shakiri and you have uh, Zaha, who. Oh yeah, sorry, Shaka. sorry, Shakiri. Uh, Shaka, um, who were are are essentially refugees from um from kosovo yeah uh former yeah. former formerly part of serbia or, or you know was was uh yugoslavia declared in, in, independence from yugoslavia when serbia and and croatia split um 
both of yeah. these these guys have ties Albanian and they're Albanian uh, as well. So yeah. absolutely, they moved to Switzerland. They grew up there. Uh, one of the players, I, I don't I don't remember which one it was. Uh, his dad was imprisoned um, and and uh, kept by the Yugoslavian government. The other one, uh, his parents fled uh, during the civil war to uh, you know to find a better life for their for their child, obviously. Um, and mm-hmm. then for them to beat, uh, come from behind, uh, beat Serbia, you know, score the goals to beat Serbia. Both of them um, displayed their hands together. Um, yeah, the two, the the two eagles, eagles symbol. symbol. Uh, apparently, they're being investigated for um, for yeah. nationalistic for using a nationalistic symbol, and so there's a possibility propaganda, yeah. like yeah. nationalistic propaganda. There's, there's, a, there's gonna yeah. there's potential for them to be. Uh, because he, because because he also had he also had um, what was it? Some symbols on his on his on his uh, cleats as well. So, yeah. um, but what I a mean, story I, though! What I, is I what know. a story? Like you know, only only the drama. But looking at the game, just looking at the game, it was the most incredible match that I saw that. In, in in the weekday, yeah, and and you're right, Bobby. This was like a boxing match. This was two guys just sort of you know going after each other. Not you know when you see those those big heavyweights, uh, just you know stand no one there. Has fear. Nobody has fear. They're just throwing haymakers at each other. You know, it's not like a it it's not like a Mayweather fight where you have one you know uh, tactically rope yeah, exactly. Uh, so it was, it was wonderful. It was beautiful. To yeah. So. Can I get that Colasso? I mean, does anyone remember? I want to say there was a Colasso in this game. Which one is it? I can't think of it. I, I, I want to say that there was a Colasso in goal. this game. And I can't think of it right now. All right, I'll give it. It didn't. Just straight out give it. it, it <laughs> see, it doesn't stick out of my head, so I, I, I can't say. Oh my yeah, god! I don't know. I don't know. We yeah, gotta see it. it. We gotta see it. it. Uh, uh, Eliezer, 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 house dude, send it asking. to us. Send it to us on Twitter. I'm not even asking if it was a golasso. I, I, the, the things that I've tweeted, I know that they have been golassos. I want to. I'm just trying to think because I cannot remember the two Switzerland goals, and but I do want to say that one of them There's was. So but I just many cannot games, recall which and they're one in the was AM. What, what took place? But we'll we'll just go ahead and move on. Uh, Switzerland. Gets the dramatic two to one <laughs> victory. Um, they are atop the uh, the table, well the the group with Brazil, tied with four points. Brazil has one more goal uh, than Switzerland. They have a goal differential of two. Switzerland with one. So heading into the last match, Brazil, Switzerland, and Serbia all can get into the second round. Costa Rica has been eliminated. So, Serbia will have to take on Brazil. They look like they're the ones that might be on the outside looking in. And Switzerland will take on Costa Rica. It seems that this is Switzerland's games to lose. So, guys, who's going to win? Switzerland, Costa Rica, or is it a draw? Bobby. Switzerland or Costa Rica? Um... Look it. I really don't have any confidence in these two teams against each other. So I'm gonna go ahead and go with the draw. I know we I, I don't have much I don't want to go into specifics because we went we went through a lot of def, a lot of description in the, the games prior. So I'm gonna go with the draw with confidence too. David. Uh, this is Switzerland has too much quality and they have they have a lot going for them. They want to keep that momentum going. 
and they have a weekend Costa Rican team, a team that's already on its way out um, and doesn't really hasn't really shown as much offense in this World Cup. So I'm going to go Switzerland confidence of four. I don't know why I have a feeling that Costa Rica is actually going to show up in this game and play a little spoiler. I feel I feel that too. Uh, fortunately, Brazil might just be taking Serbia out and Switzerland would go on through. However, I don't think I can pull the trigger. I think if it was, well, the, the, the thing is, is that I have, uh, I'm playing this game with, uh, with coworkers and we do actually have something writing on it. And uh, the, <laughs> they're actually listening to this, so I have to make it official on here. If it wasn't for that, I probably would have just taken Costa Rica uh, with the upset. But um, for those purposes, I'm going to take Switzerland here and I'm going to give them a confidence of three. Oh, wow. Serbia and Brazil. David, who do you? You got. I would love nothing You're more. You're going against our Latin. Yeah, I would love nothing more than <laughs> for Serbia to beat Brazil and and just turn everything upside down. But I don't think there's any way that happens. Uh, Serbia showed a lot of fight against Switzerland. You know, they had an easy opponent in Costa Rica, but against Brazil, you know, Brazil starting to heat up. And as as we all know, Brazil is a a slow starter. So once they get going, they're you know they're they're hard to beat. Um, I have Brazil winning this game, confidence of three. All right. Look, Bobby. The tactic is Serbia needs to score at the early stages as possible. If they do that, they put Brazil on their heels. It took over 90 minutes for Brazil to win over Costa Rica. Serbia is a better side than Costa Rica. We've seen this. They're a lot more physical they're a lot more aggressive they have more attack-minded play brazil is not gonna they're, they're gonna underestimate this team i already see it but i still see them holding it on to the last few minutes which really bothers me so i'm gonna do this with the confidence of two brazil but i hope serbia wins this i don't think brazil will underestimate serbia i think serbia will come out motivated i think they'll they'll probably respect brazil a little bit too much here and i think that might be their downfall brazil mm, knows you think okay. brazil knows that um they're gonna need to win uh should should they tie which i don't think is completely off the table either and switzerland wins brazil would end up in second in the group and um that uh, would would even that would turn everything into chaos. I just don't see Brazil dropping this game. Um, Switz- mm-hmm. By the way, uh, Brazil and Switzerland, if they both win, Switzerland can still overtake uh, Brazil should they win by... Uh, they make up that one goal differential. So uh, if uh, Switzerland were to win by multiple goals and Brazil only by one, Switzerland would also... Uh, that's another way that uh, Switzerland can win the group outright. So... Um, little fun fact there. I don't see Brazil losing this game. I'm going to take Brazil and I'm going to lock it. I'm going to give them a five. By the way, Ooh. by the way, which game are you guys watching? Are you watching Brazil, Serbia or Switzerland, Costa Rica? I don't know why. Again, both at the yeah, same time. I, I don't know why. I don't know why you're assuming that we're having to pick. This is the technology age. We're watching both games. I'm watching okay, both games. <laughs> Yeah, I'm watching both. If I can watch four MLS games at once, I can watch two World Cup games at once. Fair enough. 
Fair enough. Good point. I'm so happy that we can do that right? with MLS games now. Thank right? you, ASPN Plus. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Let's go ahead and move on. We're almost done, guys. We apologize. Group F, where no, things no apologies. are. No apologies. You're here for another two hours. We're giving you a lot of great information, man. And it's that free. We just, Unlike our shirts. Just, that we are just... <laughs> <laughs> They don't know about it yet. I edited they it out. They probably edited it out. <laughs> Are we in the fourth dimension right now where we're talking about it before it even happened, but it actually already happened? The fourth sure. wall? Giving yeah. them the tea. I'm giving them the teas. All right, all right, all right. Let's move on. Let's move on. Spoilers. Let's move on. Come on, guys. Uh, this is about as nutty as it gets here. Um, Mexico. Uh, we all know Mexico upset Germany in the first game. Looking for a letdown against South Korea, which is uh, was supposed to be a team that was not supposed to win any game. And Germany was supposed to uh, win all their games. It's kind of topsy-turvy right now. Let's go ahead and begin uh, the Mexico-South Korea game. Mexico wins 2-1. to one. Um, Not quite the letdown, but obviously um, you're going to play a different uh, type of game than you would against Germany. Needed a penalty kick uh, to, to get you started. And mm-hmm. it was in the, I mean, it was late in the first half. Um, but you got your victory anyway. Mexico still looks good. It's not like they, uh, it's not like they uh, limped in, you know, across the finish line. Mexico has been one of the better teams in the tournament, one of the more impressive teams in the tournament, a team that is uh, looking to make a serious run uh, or a deeper run than they have been since uh, 1986. Mexico-South Korea, what do we think about this game? Man, Anybody go. South Korea, South Dude, Korea go. really impressed me in this game, and they they didn't really. I, I thought that they were going to play Mexico the way that Mexico played Germany, and that wasn't the case. Uh, South Korea nope. tried to hit uh, Mexico a couple of times, and had they had better finishing, I think they could have got they could have got a draw out of this. Um, ultimately, ultimately. Um, Chucky Lozano ends up being the, the huge difference maker. I'm really enjoying watching him play. I think that he's probably one of the, the breakout stars of the tournament. Um, he is a huge difference maker. Again, it, to, to, as Bobby was saying, he's a player that's coming in and he's making a difference for his team. Um, Chicharito got on the board, or he returned to being Chicharito. He, he, uh, he's been, uh, we've been referring to him as Hernandez. This uh, this entire tournament because he hasn't seemed like the same player, but he got on the board uh, in this, and and I believe that's 50 goals for Mexico now. Um, so he he's he's up there with the with the leaders, or uh, no, he is the leader. He is the leader now. Okay, well, he's um, been the leader. He just he's got been the 50. leader. Just goes up more. Yeah, 50 is a big milestone um, for him. So good for them. They're playing well. Um, South Korea. Hold on, I, I I had I had this dude's name up here because I made I wanted to make sure that I got it. Uh, Sung Sun Hyung Min, Min scored yeah. an absolute golazo, and no one's gonna yeah. no one talked about it because of the the Germany Sweden match uh, that followed it immediately. But man, oh man, was that a golazo? Uh, fantastic. Can I say something real quick? Can, can, can I say something real quick? Uh, let me let me say something. Son Hyung Min attempted six shots in the first half. That was more than South Korea managed as a whole team in their opening match against Sweden in 90 yeah. minutes, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Well, I mean, first of all, it was a golazo. I just think it was not talked about because the game was already, it was done. You know, it was a consolation goal. Sure, been, sure. Uh, yeah, are, are you putting, hold on, hold on. Are you putting, no are you putting what, importance though. on the goal? On, uh, are you putting, no, 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 no. No, no. Why it wasn't brought up. Why it wasn't brought up. <laughs> but I said down, that David. it wasn't talked about because of that. Not that it wasn't a golazo. I called it a golazo. Um, but uh, no, uh, South Korea, David said it. Look, they, they had a chance to, to get a result in this game. Uh, lack of finishing. They had a couple... Uh, Good opportunities. Memo Ochoa rising to the occasion yet again. Uh, back-to-back brilliant performances in the World Cup. Good on him. Mexico, six points through two games. No one really thought that they would, uh, like I said, we, we thought that would be uh, there for Germany. Mexico looking like uh, like serious contenders. And uh, should everything play out in uh, Group E, Mexico would avoid uh, playing uh, against Brazil in the next round. They would get either Serbia or Switzerland. And I got to figure that Mexico is a heavy favorite uh, going into that game. Oh, yeah. Um, hey, can, I, can I also just say, can I also just say one more thing? Giovanni Dos Santos came into this game. Um, he, wait, wait, he did? For any, yeah, Gio, guys, Giovanni Dos Santos <laughs> came into this game for any scouts or, or you know, anybody listening to this it show. Was he was so time. good. Oh my God, Giovanni Dos Santos was incredible in this match. I think he helped secure Mexico's win. So any of you scouts listening, you can you can turn it off now. Uh, Giovanni was great. You know, this coming from LA Galaxy people and from uh, you know even United LA States is people. LA house. Um, Unsung hero okay. of Mexico. Okay, you Unsung can you hero. can you can turn off the you can turn this part off now. Man, Gio just ghosted in this in this game. He came in and and then we forgot that he was. God damn, this episode is gonna be as long as The Godfather. I swear. (laughs) Every time we try to get out. (laughs) They pull us back in. (laughs) We're classic. Um, So, nothing. Ironically, Korea losing the first two games are not officially eliminated yet. Mexico, (laughs) having won their first two games, have not officially qualified for the second round because can, 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 I, can I say something? Go ahead. About, can I say something about? Uh, can I say something about Korea, uh, South Korea? Uh, look at I in, in, the, in the last show I said that Mexico was not was going to underestimate South Korea because South Korea is more attack minded and they play closer to the style of play as Me- as Mexico than they they assume, and that's what happened. Um, look, man, they they only won by one goal. They just got through it. Uh, look at uh, it's it's a big deal. I'm 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 I, I'm I'm kind of surprised with the uh, the 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 Asian nations uh, like Japan. We're gonna be talking about them. That was a freaking fantastic game. Get ahead of ourselves uh, again. But yeah, but I'm just saying, like they they ah, they've been doing great. They've been doing incredibly great. And you know what, South Korea, even though you change your shirts, I still knew who you were. <laughs> wow. Hey. And I also want to say that, I mean, I call this the group of death, and I think it's proven to be that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, uh, definitely. Although we also said that group H, and that seems to be turning out the, the same way. Let's go ahead and go back to another one of the games that we're going to remember uh, for a long time. Definitely going to be in the top three, uh, at least up to this point, one of the top three games in the tournament so far. Germany 
versus Sweden. What mm. a game, guys. It had everything that you could have asked and hoped for uh, for a World Cup game. Sweden um, lands the first blow. And all of a sudden, the reigning champions are in real danger of being eliminated after two games in the group stages. By the way, Germany has never, ever been eliminated in the group stages before. And it was pr a pretty real possibility uh, going into halftime. And then Germany, remember who the hell they were, comes back, gets one to keep their hopes alive, loses a man in the 81st minute, I believe, so plays a man down. And you're thinking, hey, Sweden could even take all three points and eliminate them right back again. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, but no, mm -hmm. Germany, being Germany, they have the, the mind of a champion. Kept pushing, kept pushing, kept pushing. And in the 94th minute, with 55 seconds left, Tony Cruz with a golazo of a curler. <laughs> wow. What? What a what a goal! God, look at look, I mean, look at look at look at look at. Let me just say this really quick. I only have like two sentences. Sweden, you messed up. There was a drag on his leg, and you gave him the foul. And you put that set piece ready for you in the last minutes to kill you out. And what is this tournament about? Set pieces. So here's the thing, Bobby. I, I actually was going to ask this. I was going to – and you kind of gave me your answer, so I guess I'll go to David here. Bobby is of, of the opinion that Sweden pretty much gifted this to Germany, and I can argue that, but in a different way. I think that taking the point, going into Mexico with four points and getting a draw where both uh, Mexico and Sweden would go on would have been the smarter play. Instead of taking the ball to the corner – and knocking off 15 to 20 seconds. Well, they yeah. decided to try to take a an ill-advised an Ill shot, give them the ball back. And I swear, yep. when, I mean, it, it obviously didn't happen this way. And it took a couple more minutes uh, for, for the goal to drop. But the first thing I thought of was uh, Tim Howard throwing the ball to Landon Donovan or streaking Landon Donovan. <laughs> That's what I thought. I'm like, they're going to come back and score. Like, they just messed up here. However, that being said, I don't necessarily believe that Sweden deserved to lose either. I think they deserved, at the very least, the draw. Bobby has already no. I believe that Bobby too. has already answered this question. Yeah. So I'm going to uh, go ahead and ask David. David, is this a matter of a meltdown or a mental lapse on Sweden's part, or is this the resilience of a German team that we have come to expect? There was no need. There was no need for that foul. Uh, I mean, really, it can be both. It it can be the because you've seen this happen plenty of times. You've seen a team start to try and close a game out, and then they just get defensive and they let the other team pepper the goal. You know, the the one that needs the the goal, they let them pepper it, and they hold off and they hold on and they hold and they hold. I think this is a case where yes, Switzerland could have been a little bit smarter. Um, than they were not to uh, not to give up that set piece, uh, but I also think that this has a lot to do with the difference makers that Germany has in that, that 
they forced Switzerland into that situation. Sweden. Or uh, sorry, they forced Sweden, Sweden into yeah. that situation, and they and then they had the special player that could step up. And I mean, dude, the balls on the balls on that goal. The balls Lewis, on that Lewis, shot. Was anybody? Lewis, was anybody in the box? Was any yeah. any other German players coming in forward? Because I just, I, to me, as 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 a as a Swede defender, all you need to do is cover. That's all you need to do. You don't need to you don't need you don't need to sweep. You don't need to do anything. You just need to cover because you know where you are and you know the minutes that you're dealing with. I think um, I, I I see your points in in what, what you're trying to say. Instead of like trying to get the ball, it was just it was it was imbel- it was it was a, like it was an imbecile decision to do. But you also it, was, it reminded me. It reminded me of. Uh, Michael Bradley giving up that ball in midfield again in the Portugal game. Well, I'm not the biggest fan of Michael Bradley, so don't don't give me that. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> but you got to remember that Sweden didn't. I mean, it even Sweden knows that Germany is going to be superior to them. They're, they're going to have to have a game plan if they if they decide to go at it back and forth and have an open game. Um, you know, the, the type of game that yeah, that, but they hold that, it to that, the that, ninety well, th- plus. But the thing is, is that they had the game plan. They were going to counter. That's exactly what they did. Um, they had a couple other opportunities. And, and let's be honest, okay? Um, Sweden should have had a penalty kick. The guy was tackled by two guys at the yeah, same sure. time. Yep. Yes. No, absolutely. And absolutely. It was not called. It was the one time, I believe, that VAR made a mistake. Well, not the necessary VAR made a mistake. They wouldn't even allow that in the right. NFL. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, unnecessary <laughs> roughness. Um, Seriously, um, this is the one mistake that the referees made by not going to to, to VAR because I mean it, it was it was obvious that the guy was tackled so by is, two guys is, can, and the guy was still able to get a so head on it. Um, it should have been a penalty to Sweden. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean that Sweden was going to convert said penalty, but I, I think they no, they but it should have been, been given. One hundred percent. Either way, either been way. Given. Yes, yes. Um, but yeah. you got to figure that Sweden knows that they're outmatched here you, you know you can't go up against them the way that you know Bobby you talk about I want to see a good game both teams going at each other without one parking the bus it's not going to happen unless you want yeah. to get blown out so, so, well, so it depends it depends like I like, like I like I like Iceland parking the bus on Argentina like like to me that was that was that was incredible when I saw Iran parking the bus in the first half against Spain that was that was just like high level class of the way they handled it um, it just depends you know well I'm, I got to figure that Sweden was, is is obviously Obviously, a class below Germany um, when it comes to sure. That's what I'm saying. It depends to, to pedigree and just player by player. Um, so, I mean, y- you got to figure that. Look, you're so close to ending this. Um, I don't want to say it's necessarily a stupid decision. I-, I just think it's more of a look. As soon as I get the ball, this game's over, and that's exactly what would have happened. Had he got the ball and kicked it yeah. out and cleared it, the ref blows the whistle. Yeah, there, there, there was incredibly bad decisions on the on on. Their handling of the ball at the, in those minutes. In a sure. way, I, I I have to give credit to Germany because they were playing with ten men. Um, their backs were against the wall, and they didn't falter. That's the other they thing. They didn't falter. That's the other thing. Goddamn Sweden! They were down a man. And, and once and when once Boateng got the out, last few once Boateng was out, the Germany took over. Yeah, Boateng has had a a, a World Cup to forget. Um, and let's just talk about that set piece. That was just a beautiful set piece. That was, little back, that little small little thing. Like, uh, it's just, it was, beautiful. it was gorgeous. It was nice. it, it, I mean, I, I, I was watching it here. I had my, uh, 
my mother-in-law. I was out here with uh, my girl, well, girlfriend, um, not officially my mother-in-law, but we were watching it. And when that goal dropped, uh, my mother-in-law was rooting for Germany for some reason. And she got super happy. And then uh, my girlfriend got happy. And I was, and my jaw just dropped. I was like, no way that fucking <laughs> happened. Like, oh my God. Yeah, and then like, were you I, Like to me, it? I was like, no, I, wasn't, I knew but, it. I freaking knew it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, and the thing is, is that you know they're not incredibly soccer savvy, but they know, well, they know what a golazo is. But um, <laughs> oh, uh, but uh, but you know, my jaw dropped. I was like, oh my god, that just did not happen. That is like so brutal, um, because dude, like to me, to me, once once they got that free kick, I knew it was gonna happen. The thing is, is that you, you in, in my mind, you knew that um that, that Germany was more than capable of you know showing magic at any moment that includes six minutes into injury five minutes into into uh, injury time the thing with what with what what makes this game so much more heartbreaking is that sweden is on the verge of the second round germany's on the verge of sure. elimination and now sweden has to get a result and hope south korea gets one against germany that's not very likely to happen so guys let's go ahead with that in mind let's go ahead and make the predictions here wow. um so before we get into that, quick scenarios right now. So Mexico on top with six points. Germany and Sweden both level at three points, both at zero goal differential. South Korea with zero points with minus two goal differential. Now, here's the funny part. As I mentioned, everyone can still theoretically get in um, get in uh, the, the second round. So Mexico plays against... Contention. Yes. Mm-hmm. So how does Mexico not qualify well sweden would have to beat them um and mm-hmm. they would have to beat them by two goals germany would also mm-hmm. have to beat south korea also by more than two goals that would put germany and sweden through to the next round on goal differential uh how does germany uh get out well if they tie uh if sweden wins Sweden beats Mexico, Germany ties or loses. South Korea can get in should they beat Germany by, it looks like, I'm going to say at least three goals. I think and it's three. I think it's three goals, and Mexico would have to beat Sweden <clears throat> yeah. uh, by the same thing, like the same amount, like two or three goals. So there ha- Or maybe not maybe i'm lying no 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 two goals it has to be a combination of two goals actually um but the scenario seem a little unlikely i don't see south korea beating germany here um i don't see no. sweden beating mexico no. by multiple goals either no um no i i think at the at the least mexico and sweden tie if that's the case germany like i said we expect them to beat south korea in which case mexico and germany uh, go through. Germany can still win the group, by the way. Um, should sure. um, should uh, Sweden win by uh, one goal, and then Germany would win by two. So Germany can still um, win this group. So from the brink of elimination to winning the group, the group F has been yeah. extremely wacky. Prediction time, guys. Mexico and Sweden. Who do we got? Bobby, let's start with you. Look at Cool. Uh, let me let me just let me just. Can, can I throw the South Korea and Germany and Mexico and Sweden together go at ahead. the same time? Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, we got to shorten this thing up. We're, we're like over like two hours. I apologize. Okay. Uh, no, it's fine. It's good. This is a good good show. All right. 
Um, we, South Korea. We have to be in bizarre you... world that Bobby wants us to go longer. <laughs> right. Yeah, this you are. World yeah, Cup, man. Yeah, this absolutely. World Cup, man. This World Cup. Well, every World Cup because it takes four years <laughs> and that's when I care. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, fuck the galaxy, right? Okay. Right, Bobby? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because they're every fucking year and they're fucking shitty right now. Right, Anyways. Relax. relax. Let's get back. Let's get it. This isn't Elliot Rouse's balls and vodka. What are you okay. talking about? <laughs> Gio is the greatest player that's ever donned the uniform. Scouts out there. Yeah. You can listen again. All right, Bobby, go ahead. Okay. Give us your picks. Mexico, um, I, Mexico, Sweden, Korea, I Germany. I guess. I guess. South Korea is not going to be strong enough to outclass Germany right now. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead with the win confidence of four with Germany. Uh, it's, 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 it's like the, these two games I feel like are quite clear cut. Uh, Mexico, look it, they're, they're, they're at their peak level right now and they're sinking and they're hot like Chile. Um, they are going to attack, not Chile. I was going to say Chile out of the world. Like the, no, no, no. I'm talking, I'm talking about the pepper. Uh, I know. I, <laughs> look at they're gonna attack Sweden to a level where Sweden has never had. Um, like it, it, I don't know. Look at Mexico win confidence of two. David, uh, I agree with Bobby on the Korea game. I think that Germany, the the sort of the machine has started. Um, they're gonna they're they're not gonna waste their chances against Korea. I still think Korea gets a goal in this game, but I think Germany wins it. Uh, confidence of three. Now, for Mexico and Sweden, uh, I think things get a little interesting here because I think no matter what, Osorio is going to want to rotate some of his squad. So that means Gio Dos Santos and Jonathan Dos Santos are probably going to get some more playing time. Oh, damn. Um, and I think that Sweden is going to be playing for their lives as well. So they're going to feel hard done by uh, uh, in that Germany game. And if they see a chance to uh, expose Mexico, they will. So. I think the Mexico and Sweden game is going to be a draw, confidence of two. Can I say something really quick before? Because I didn't say it. I, I, ah, look, at, I, I, I'm still sticking with Germany with the win of confidence of four. But like this game is going to be a little bit more difficult for. Uh, well, not more difficult. It's going to be a little bit easier because the next game they've already uh, counted out Kader, Kader, Kaderi. I can't say it right now. Kader, <laughs> you guys said it and Otsil so they're already out of the game and we've already seen that Germany is a lot better without them which is which 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 hurts me because I'm an Otsil fan but um wow that's kind of that that's uh to me that's that's uh eye-opening are you saying that because Otsil has big eyes <laughs> that is the most racist thing I've ever heard no, that's not racist. <laughs> the thing you said about the Chile, borderline. No, when I when I say Gio does a hat dance around the ball, that's borderline. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, guys. So, um, look, Mexico and Germany, these are the two teams that were supposed to come out of the group um, uh, before any games were played. Uh, the only difference is, is that Mexico won, uh, beat Germany and not the other way around. I had Germany and Mexico winning both against South Korea and Sweden. Germany lucked out a little bit against Sweden, but got the job done. They're going to have a little bit easier time against Korea. I'm going to give Germany the win over Korea, and I'm going to lock it. And Mexico, and one of the better teams in this World Cup, 
I don't see how Sweden can uh, get a result here. Yeah. I, I don't think they're going to go out and actually look for the game. I think they'll give them a tough match. And I don't think that a draw is, uh, is a bad bet, to be honest. But this is the one where I'm going to go away from the balls and vodka and I will buy insurance, maybe a counter jinx, and I'm just going to lock Mexico. Um, <laughs> I, 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 think, I, I think more than likely a, a draw plays out since Mex- Mexico only needs a draw to win the group. Uh, Sweden actually would need uh, the draw along with a Korea um, uh, with a Korea uh, win to go on. Should Germany and Sweden tie, I'm sorry, should Germany and South Korea tie the game? Um, I guess it would depend on how many goals are scored, but they both have zero goal differential, so it may be down to uh, uh, some of the means of a tiebreaker, but I don't see that happening. I think Germany wins either way. I'm locking Germany, and I'm locking Mexico. All right, guys, yeah. let's move on. Uh, Group G, these are pretty you know, straightforward games. Uh, Belgium and Tunisia. Belgium uh, showing its class, scoring, putting five on the board, winning five to two. Um, I personally don't have too much to say about this. That was kind of expected. Belgium, again, one of yeah, the teams, no. one of the teams that um, is also looking good, but they are playing against weak opposition. They play against Tunisia. They play against Panama. Uh, their next game is the one that everyone's looking forward to, uh, England versus Belgium. That's going to be the 11 o'clock game on Thursday, June 28th. Um, is there anything that you guys well, need do, to do say Lewis, do, do, about Belgium and Tunisia? Do you have the goal? Yeah, well, do you want to talk about the golden boot? I will. I will get there. Okay. Uh, Belgium and Tunisia uh, first. No. Did you, anything? Anything <laughs> that, I mean... No, well, look at, look at, Belgium and Tunisia was quite cut and clear. Yeah. Tunisia did, they did a good job. Look, they did a good job. They played well. They did, they had some good counters and blah, 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 blah. But Belgium is solid. Belgium, like, it's just, you just count, you just can't outweigh them right now like to me other than another team that we'll be talking in the in the next few games is the top contenders in this world cup uh i have to i have to agree there i i I said that belgium was a dark horse um and uh they're one they're looking like one of the better teams in in the tournament um by the way overall even as a team yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sorry. That's it, what I'm just saying. Like overall, even the team, like how how they connect and how and like there's a there's only a there's there's only a specific few teams that you see in this World Cup that is so joint at the soul. I don't know if that's being too extravagant, but there's only a certain amount of uh, uh, nations that you're seeing that, and Belgium is there. Like they're connected. Yeah, but Belgium. No, no, no. Uh, I, I have to agree. Belgium hasn't had super strong opposition either. You know, they played Panama, they played Tunisia. Absolutely, but it's not the same. It's not the same thing as saying England hasn't had hard opposition. Belgium has a little bit more harder, yeah. and you've been see- and you've been seeing Belgium actually perform at a higher level compared to England. Well, uh, with their I'm gonna go ahead. their their ideals of 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 of, of yeah, but know. I also think that Belgium go- is a is a better team than england is even though england and belgium no have, i know have, i'm just, I'm just, I'm just the, the the you know the, the class of the group obviously against panama and, and tunisia i will say that yes. i think that belgium is probably a better side than england having said that no, having are. said that I'm, with both of these two teams 
um, pretty much guaranteed to advance. I, I don't think that the Belgium-England game is going to be very entertaining. I, actually, there I, I, I kind of disagree I with you. Think I think it's going to be very be. entertaining because it, it, it's going to uh, determine who wins the group. Um, th- depending on what bracket you're in, that, that's a, that plays a big factor. Now, uh, Unfortunately, um, the way it played out, Belgium and Mexico are headed to a matchup in the quarterfinals. Um, that's going to be one hell of a game, by the way. And, uh, Ooh, Mexico may, yeah, Mexico may not be able to contain Lukaku. Yeah, I, I think it's going to. Well, uh, the, 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 the way Mexico, know, yeah, the, the way Mexico has been performing, <laughs> uh, I don't think I want to take anything off the table just yet. Um, let's go ahead and talk about the and, and let's see how Lukaku's uh, ankle yeah. will be yeah. at that point. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure Lukaku, well, no, I'm, I'm not going to say he'll be rested for England because I think they're going to try to go out and win the group. But let's go ahead and talk about England. They played against Panama. Six to one victory. I think that was kind of, um, I mean, not, not necessarily shocking. England, we know, is several classes above Panama. Panama, uh, their very first World Cup, um, not expected very much out of them. Um, they were, they're not even the lowest ranked team, and they had the longest odds of winning the World Cup at 1,000 to 1. By the way, Panama winning the World Cup, which is extremely unlikely, was 1,000 to 1. Leicester City winning the EPL was at 5,000 to 1. <laughs> yeah. let, that, let that sink in for a little bit. All right, so England uh, obviously c- completely um, dominate, dominating uh, poor little Panama. Um, I think that was a foregone conclusion. I don't think there was any doubt there. The, the story that comes out of this game is that Felipe Boloi becomes the first and only player in Panama history. I mean, his, his country's mm-hmm. history to yeah. ever score a goal in the World Cup. And Panama... I mean, that's, I mean, that's, I mean, that's why they, it looked like they won the World yeah. Cup. Yeah. It was happened. a beautiful moment for, for Panama, <laughs> for Boloi. Um, I, I think I sent you guys the audio of, of the Panamanian commentators. Yes. Um calling the goal i mean what a what a wonderful moment in in what was kind of a a really bad game for them but uh you know hey this this is what the world cup is about you know it's 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 about celebrating you know some of the other non um I guess not soccer. No, things. it's it's just like the first. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, it's 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 a, the first of like actually qualifying, the first of making a goal. Like that, th- those those are those are, those are achievements. Yeah, um, it, it was uh, it was a sight to see. Very, uh, I mean, y- you saw the reaction of Panama. I mean, they were down six zero. They scored one goal and they and they looked like they just won the game. Like that was a game winner. Um, Panama just happy to be there um, to get that one goal in against such a big team. Um, it, it, it means a lot. It was uh, much like Tahiti getting their goal against uh, Nigeria, and the, and the whole the uh, the whole little island went uh, you know went crazy. So that's exactly what happened to Panama. Good for them. Um, they still got one more game: Panama versus Tunisia. Who do you guys got in this game, David? I'm I'm going all in on uh, Los Canaleros. I'm I'm rooting for Panama in this game. I'm betting with my heart. I have them winning confidence two. Bobby. I I also have Panama. I mean that is it's 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 more of a vote of my heart. Um, so I'll give them. Wait, what do I have? <laughs> I looked away from my my thing. Um, with a confidence of three. Tun- although Tunisia had a really great game, 
this the uh, the last game. I mean, they they did they did really well. So I just I just want to give them, you know, some credit. Um, you know, again, if if I wasn't uh, playing with my coworkers with something on the line, I would probably just bet with Panama as well. But I want my drunk massage cow, so I'm going to have to go with Tanisha here. Um, a low confidence of two, but believe me, I am rooting, as I had been rooting in the other two games wow. for Panama. Uh, I hope they get their, uh, at least a draw. I think a draw would also be uh, a, a huge uh, historic moment for the country, and uh, they'll certainly come back as heroes. Let's go ahead and predict the main event. Of this group, we had to wait till match day three, England yeah. versus Belgium. Now, both of these teams that like you said that, you know, Belgium has had the exact, Bobby, you said that Belgium had the exact same opposition as England, but looked better. Well, I tend to disagree. They both played Tunisia. They both played mm. Panama. They both had two victories. They've both scored eight goals. They've both had two goals scored against them. They are completely okay. Okay. level on every stat possible. So should England and Belgium tie the next game? What's the tiebreaker? Well, from what I understand and from what I'm hearing, it's going to go by fair play. So whoever has the least amount of yellow cards will go on and win the group should these teams tie. Now, if England gets one more yellow card Hmm. than Belgium in this game, they would be tied for cards as well. So it looks like we would have a good old classic tic-tac-toe or coin flip um, for the winner uh, of Group G. But will that happen? Or does a winner emerge? David, how do you see things here? I've got Belgium winning this game. Confidence of three. Bobby. Okay, look it. England is looking great. But on lesser opponents. I'm sorry, sad face Panama. Uh, look at Bell had a hat trick. He had a tr- hat tr- like everything is like falling in place to the where the point where like he's just strolling down the field and it hits the back of his heel and it makes a fucking goal for the third goal as a hat trick and he doesn't even know about it. What's going he's on with that? Harry Kane. Yeah, he said. Oh, sorry, I said Bell. Damn. He plays for Wales. Harry Kane. Thank you. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, Panama had a bad game. Um, Look, this is this is this is uh this is difficult for me. Let me see where I have it. Belgium is a way better team than England. England has yeah they've they've like they they're really good they're really great in set pieces. I think this last game they did like my favorite set piece of all time in the entire tournament. I think that it was just like a uh, it was their third goal. I think it was their third goal against what was it? It was uh, Panama. Um, it was just it was just such a beauty. You know they were like running that in the training field like a million times. But I feel like they're using everything that they have now. So Belgium win confidence of five a lot. Ooh. Whoa. Um, yeah, that's, that's a lot of high confidence. Although the thing is, I, I agree that Belgium is a, a better team than England. Although although although. Although, I, I'm sorry, I didn't say this. Supposedly, I think, uh, Lewis, correct me if I'm wrong, Lukaku may not be in the next game, and there may be someone else that may not be in the next game because, uh, I'm not sh- because of a few injuries. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I did hear about the Lukaku injury. I'm, I'm not sure about his status or anybody else. Um, I, I, I got to okay. imagine that they would do everything they could to uh, 
to get them on the field for this game. I think if they locked up the group, you, you wouldn't you wouldn't um, see Lukaku or anybody else near that field, and they would save them for the next round. So I'm actually unsure yeah. of the status of those players. Um, That's all the way to okay. Thursday, though. So there's time yeah. for for some of this stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of time. Yeah. You're right. England. Yeah. So England is. Uh, I had said it. One of my also one of my dark horses. I think that they have a young team. I think that they're full of confidence. Uh, I think that the coach is doing a good job in instilling that confidence. Um, I know Bobby will disagree with me. Um, he took the same stance against Sweden no, where, no, no. where no, they're, Tanisha they're, they're doing really blew the good. game. Uh, but I, I thought that was a resilience. Uh, you know, England kept their head in the game. They didn't get uh, frustrated. Oh, I'm sure they were frustrated, but they didn't lose their cool. Um, they weren't taking ill value shots. They, they stuck to their guns and they got their goal at the end. Um, it's going to be an entertaining game. Very entertaining game. Yeah. Um, I think the easy um, pick is a draw. I think everyone wants to see the draw just to see how, uh, you know, uh, how the tiebreaker will play out. Um, honestly, I-, I think England can possibly upset Belgium here, but I can't pull the trigger here. I, I think Belgium pulls this game out and I'm going to give him a confidence of go. three. There we go. At least you're yeah. there. All right, guys. So final group and <laughs> I'm sorry, guys, but we had two phenomenal games in group H and I think we're in for another hour talk just for these two we games. Have so much to talk about. Yes. Oh my God. So, okay. Um, Japan freaking world cup Japan, man. every four years though. Japan versus Senegal. One of the best games of Woo! the tournament Two two draw. Senegal and Japan trading goals back and forth all the way to the end. This is the type of game that I thought Morocco and Iran was going to be. I had the wrong African and Asian matchup. It turned out (laughs) to be this one. Um, Highly entertaining game. So much fun to watch. Um, Guys, go ahead. So let me let me go. So this morning, I decided to go ahead and wash my car while I was watching the game. <laughs> so much, so much soap dried on my car that I had to wash it three times over. <laughs> Honestly, because I was watching the damn game so much because it was just taking my my attention. Uh, look at near chances by Japan in the opening was just oh my god, it was. Just crazy, and Senegal's goal. Just I, I don't I don't even know I don't, I don't even know what to talk about. I mean I just, I just can't I just can't. Twice Senegal was up, and twice Japan returned. It was a incredible game by two nations that demand the respect of this football world. Talk Japan, about, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say talk about two styles that you don't think would result in 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 a game like we got today i mean they they i didn't really think uh, to be honest with you i didn't think much of senegal or japan coming into the into the world cup and um these two teams have shown me that they have some beautiful soccer in them and and exciting and they're so there's just you know the, the they're the type of team that they play with a lot of heart. They play with a lot of technique, and that kind of surprises people a little bit. So this game was was a joy to watch. I think at one point I I, I was like I was 
watching the game and I had to get up to go to the bathroom or something. And then there was a set piece and I was like, oh, I better I better wait because I have a feeling. And uh, and I think that's when Japan got their second goal. Um, Senegal is performing to something similar to what I expect uh, of them, to be perfectly honest. Um, Japan, however, has surprised me. Uh, Japan is playing a lot better than I give them credit for. Um, I think that there was a little bit of... Um, the barometer was a little... Uh, not completely fair against the Columbia game. Uh, they played with an extra man the entire game. Literally the entire game. So, uh, obviously, they're going to look like the better team. It doesn't necessarily mean that the 10-man team is going to lose. Uh, look at what happened with Germany. And I've seen it happen several other times uh, you know, in the sport. But Japan played a very good second half against Colombia, even with the man up. Played uh, a fantastic game against Senegal, uh, a much more athletic and stronger team, and and held their own. Uh, they are in control of their own destiny. I, I did not think that that was going to be possible. I thought that Japan would lose all three of these games, and um, they, they have uh, they have surprised me. It, 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 it it's it's actually to a point where I'm not really sure what to make of Japan. Because Japan has a pretty legitimate shot of getting out of the groups for the first time since 1998. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, uh, since uh, 2002. And uh, Senegal um, has um, has a pretty good shot at, at coming out of the groups as well. I think I had Colombia Senegal coming out of this, um, and technically that can still happen, but it's gonna it's gonna be a little bit more difficult based on the matchups uh, coming up. But uh, Japan Senegal, uh, the two leaders that are going head to head at the time with three points. Uh, come away with a draw and treated us to uh, one of the best games uh, of this World Cup. And I'm glad it came from two teams that you didn't expect it from, that I think that this was even more highly entertaining than, and I and I understand the recency bias argument here, but I found it more entertaining than the uh, Portugal-Spain um, uh, game that we saw in uh, the third, uh, third game of the World Cup. Really? Yeah. Okay. And uh, definitely not better than Germany-Sweden, though. I, I, that, that was, I mean, that was just... Uh, I, I think it was just the, the finish that that one put over the top. Um, but the thing is, is that I'm looking forward to the Colombia-Poland game because, uh, you know, rooting for Colombia. Colombia's my team in this World Cup. This is our official team. And I didn't want that Japan-Senegal yeah. game to end. <laughs> I yeah. wanted to keep going. <laughs> um, so, um, so there you go. So let's go ahead and move on to the final game. Colombia versus Poland. Colombia, take two. You, you, you spotted a man... Uh, to Japan the entire game. So you basically showed up a little late to the party. You come in here and you make a statement. You picked up where you left off in the group stage um, in mm. 2014, absolutely destroying Poland um, in every which way, mm. shape, and form. The Cafeteros have finally arrived and looked mm. like the team that they were supposed to be uh, in that first game. And honestly, had they been playing with 11 oh men, it would have happened. I, I truly believe that. Poland showing every bit uh, as a loophole seed had did not show me anything in these first two games. Um, I, whatever FIFA has to do to close that loophole, they better do it fast because uh, uh, Poland definitely uh, cheated some other more deserving team out of that seed. Um, yeah, they're, Columbia, they're, they're going to close it. They're going to add uh, 12 more teams. <laughs> uh, Colombia with a, a 3-0 win uh, go um, let me see 
Goals by uh, Radamel Falcao, who gets his uh, very first World Cup goal. Uh, Juan Cuadrado and uh, Yerimina. And I think it was assisted, all three of them, by James Rodriguez. Bobby, uh. please, please tell me something. What did you think? The beautiful game has arrived. <laughs> I don't know. It's here. I, I see a lot of beautiful games. No, it's here. No, 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 no. There's games that are amazing of shock value. There's games that are amazing uh, when, when it comes to, uh, you know, returns. There's great challenges. But the beautiful game is a very different game. The beautiful game is when a team handles the ball at a point and it creates poetry. And that is what Colombia is. And they are showing up now. And please, soccer gods, please continue it to the end of the World Cup. Because for me, I want them to win it. Here, here. So look it. Colombia was in total control. James Rodriguez, James, motherfucker, was, <laughs> was another star of his team that stepped up this week. Incredible. The first 38 minutes, no shots were, were shot on both sides, which was kind of shocking to me. Uh, my goodness. I mean, every goal, Quintero to Facao. I mean, that, 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 El Tigre, El Tigre. I mean, when he made that goal, that uplifted Colombia to a point that was just beyond the heavens. It was just beautiful. Speaking of poetry. And you, it, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I mean, look at the entire game was Lewandowski who? You know, I mean, he wasn't there. Ospina stuffed him Poland twice. Poland wasn't there. One, one on, uh, on one leg. Thank you for saying that. Poland had two good chances. But denied by Ospina in some hardcore fashions. I mean, this game, whew, it was just making me feel like, honestly, the third goal, James's pass, that pasazo, pasazo. That, put my, aso, aso, that put my heart, let me tell you, that put my heart in a flutter. <laughs> I mean... It was just so beautiful. Every time I look at it, I'm like, I, <laughs> I, it's just so gorgeous. The, uh, it's just so definitely. And let me, let me, let me, let me, let me say this one last thing. I, I know we were talking about the, I was, I, I met you the Ch Chapacuense uh, documentary earlier on. If you watch the, David, what was the name of the, the documentary, uh, please? No Sachape. No Sachape. Please watch it, guys. And, and all our listeners, please watch it. It's a, beautiful documentary and you should know about this team on Fox. Thank you. Uh, and you, you really need to see the heart of this team and like what happened after the, the tragedy. If you don't even know what the tragedy is, I'm not going to tell you, you got to watch it. Uh, but after watching this documentary of Chapacoense, I was so aback at watching Colombia being a actual team. They loved each other. They kissed each other. They cared for each other. Every goal was for each other. Colombia for World Cup. <laughs> Colombia for World Cup. Right. I want so, a, 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 a button. 
Can can I just can I just say one one quick little thing um, before I get started? I'm just on so the game? sold. I'm sorry. Can I can I just say one thing before we get started on, on my opinion on the game here? Um, Fox, next World Cup. If you can't get Ray Hudson, you gotta come get Bobby. <laughs> you gotta come get Bobby. You, <laughs> you, you might have to also get a a, a bleep button. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 comes with it, you know. That's come with it. Like El Perro was like, I just fucking cuss, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Uh, this game. I, I, you know, I, I, I gotta say the the game when the game started, the first probably like fifteen to twenty minutes. Um, I was texting you guys going, Colombia needs to calm down. Because I felt like they're, they they didn't have a grasp of the game yet. Like, Bobby makes it sound like they were in control from minute one. They weren't. Uh, at least for me. No, they weren't. For me, no, they no, weren't. No, no. They yeah, needed right, to calm right. down because they were no, making they dumb mistakes. I was watching two defenders going for the same ball. And if Poland was a little bit more, um, you know, tactical-minded, they probably would have done a better job to exploit that. Uh, they didn't. And so, uh, you know, eventually Colombia found their way into the game. They calmed down a little bit, but still were playing with a lot of aggression and high pace. Um, not taking Cordado off was a huge, huge uh, benefit to them because why would you? Well, ever they did do in the last game. Um, <laughs> I know, but it was the stu- uh, stupidest thing ever for, for me. Uh, either Cuadrado or Quintero was the man of the match. It's one of those two. Oh my, dude, you do not take out Cuadrado. Like, you just, he is so essential in this team. I mean, everybody, watch this game. Watch what he does. Yeah. Uh, for um, sure. And, and, and at some point, um, I, like, you could see Peckerman, again, like, you know, say, saying to Colombia, get the ball to Cuadrado. Get the ball to Cuadrado because he was just feeling it and running ruthless. everything. And, he and, was all over the place. Yeah, he was all over the place. That, Bobby, as you said, that pass from Hamas. Oh my God, what Oof. an incredible pass! I mean, yes, the the pass of the tournament. The 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 are the cafeteros are back. Um, I'm I'm there's excited. O- there's only a few things in this. There's only a few things in this World Cup that makes me swoon. That made me swoon. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna um I, and now looking forward at their next game, uh, Senegal, uh, and Colombia, uh. My God, Lewis, I don't, my I don't, God. I don't mean to, I don't mean to, um, to jump ahead here, but uh, this is gonna be, this has to be the, the the one that I'm circling, not just because, you know, like Colombia is the the official um, team of the pod, but I think that this is gonna be a very highly entertaining match. Um, I know you want to get your two cents in, uh, so Lewis, so go ahead and get your two cents in on the game, and then I want to get my first. Just really quickly, I mean, you guys said everything uh, that needed to be said. Obviously, uh, as the one with the with the emotional stake in in, in Colombia, obviously uh, seeing that performance is um, was obviously uh, a joy to watch. It was also a, a sigh of relief. Um, I think Bobby said it, that a ten man Colombia should be able to be eleven man Japan, and I agree with that. Um, but uh, Japan has been a surprise, and I think that uh, in this particular yeah. World Cup, uh, maybe that statement uh, wasn't true. Uh, for that particular game. Um, but Colombia, going back to the way that they're supposed to be playing and um, absolutely dominant, 
they have an extremely tough game against Senegal. Um, obviously, Colombia has more class. Senegal is riding high right now. Um, Colombia, obviously, tactically better. Um, they're going to have, uh, you know, they, they have their their, their world class players in James and in Falcao and uh, Cuadrado, Quintero. Um, they have a back line, a young but very talented back line in Mina and uh, and Sanchez. Um, there's no reason why Colombia shouldn't be winning this game, um, but I think this is going to be a lot harder uh, than most people give credit for. I'm I'm thinking somewhere along the lines of one zero two one. Honestly, I, I don't see a 1-1 or even 2-2 to be out of the, uh, the question here. However, that being said, should Japan score a draw? All they need is a draw to go through, and Colombia is unable to get the victory. Um, Colombia would be eliminated. Colombia needs to get at least a result. Um, win and you're in for any of these teams. Japan, Senegal, Colombia. Win and you are in. Japan sits on top of the group with Senegal, yeah. four points, each have the exact same goal differential, each have the same amount of goals scored, and each have the same amount of goals against. Colombia sitting in third place with three points, two goal differential. Not going to matter because uh, th- there's no way that they can end up tied with anybody regardless of what happens. So, uh, uh, actually, no, I take that back. Colombia tying the game against Senegal. Senegal would go through. Senegal only needs a tie. Um, <clears throat> Colombia would be... Um, going up to four points. That means Poland would have to beat Japan in order for Colombia and Senegal to advance. That's actually my dream scenario, that Senegal and Colombia would be advancing. Um, but uh, I'm not rooting for a draw here. Um, so, um, all right, guys. So let's go ahead and get into these predictions. Let's go ahead and start off with the Japan and Poland game. Interesting game. David, who do you got? Uh, yeah, listen, here's the thing, guys. (laughs) I picked these, I made these picks completely on a individual basis. Um, I did not play into the factors, you know, what, what it means for the group and, and, you know, how that goes. So I have Japan winning this game. Confidence of three. Oh, Bobby. Same, same, same. Japan, confidence of three. I think Poland is just, um, they're down for the count, you know? I really think that this next game really doesn't matter to them. I think they're, 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 ready, to, they're ready to head out. Um, they're not one of the, I, I maybe, I, I want to be proven wrong, but they don't seem like the kind of team that wants to really toughen up and show how great they are before they head out of the tournament. I think they just want to head out. I'm going to be rooting for Poland as much as I can here. Um, it gives Colombia um, an extra out. Um, Colombia still has to get a result. Uh, it doesn't matter what happens in the, the game if, if Colombia loses here. So I'm rooting for Poland the whole way through. I think they probably show a little bit better than they have been showing. I should be betting on Japan here, but I got a feeling that this is going to turn out to be a draw. And I'm gonna put two on it. I really, I really would offer to lock Japan in this game, Lewis, but uh, I haven't won. I haven't lost a single draw, a uh, single lock in uh, balls and vodka yet. <clears throat> so I don't. Yeah, think yes, you have. Yes, you have. You. Uh, let's see. Who did oh, you lock? I locked. Lock? I, I locked Germany against Mexico. You're right. Yeah, I was like, I, I know you have, but no, uh, completely different than balls and beers. 
All right, guys. Oh, no, I, I locked Argentina against Iceland. Me too. <laughs> okay. All right, guys. So, Colombia and Senegal. What a game. Cannot wait for it. A little nervous oh, about man. it. It's going to be the last game of the tournament. Bobby, I'm yeah. going to start with you. I know you're uh, – obviously, we're all throwing our support to Colombia. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, look at Look at This is going to be a hardcore battle. Um, Colombia, please. Everybody, please put your hands together. Soccer gods, please give Colombia the win. <laughs> uh, we have, you know, like we have, dude, Amen. come on, we have, come Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. We have, we have Cuadrado, we have James, we have Ospina, we have Falcao, to name a few. Ah, man, so much team support. These guys are there for each other. There's blood and... Ah, they're just, they're just, they're there, they're there for each other. I can see it. Uh, but don't count out Senegal. I'm gonna buy, I'm gonna um, buy Bobby a yellow jersey. <laughs> buy it for me, man. I'll wear it. Um, but I do believe that Senegal will suffer under the Colombia's creativity and where they are at this moment. Go Colombia! I'm gonna. Oh wait, I didn't give you the the the, <laughs> the confidence. <laughs> Lock. Oh. God, you were the anti-lock last season. <laughs> oh, my God. Why did you do that, Bobby? Oh, my God. David. David. Blame Colombia. Here's you the guys. <laughs> As, oh. Colombia is playing some very, you know, played a very exciting game. Obviously, they were down a man against Japan, so you can't really, you don't know what to, to say there. Um Senegal has been fantastic so far. Senegal has not lost a single group game in their World Cup careers. Um, I don't see that changing. I think that Colombia and Senegal get a draw. Confidence of two, no unfortunately. Way. That means that, Sen- that Colombia is out. No mm. way. No. Well, Poland would have to beat Japan. It's not out, but it, it's, it, doesn't, it doesn't help when someone else is uh is in control of your own fate. Um, Colombia, I need this win. You're a better team than Senegal. Um, it's going to be a tough game, uh, much like the Ivory Coast was last uh, last World Cup, but I-, I know you can do this. Senegal, and I'm locking it. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Go for that. <laughs> um, no. Um, I should do that for insurance, but no, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, Columbia, I, I think you got this. You, you should, you, you, you found your mojo. You know what that's like. Okay, uh, good. You, I was about to you're, text you're, you outside of the show. You're partying. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I saw the, the, the joy in your faces. Cuadrado, James, uh, Falcao. There's you, a you guys difference, there. man. Um, you guys are a class above Senegal. Uh, yep, 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 yep. We're with you. Columbia. Confidence of three. Guys, it, it has been an extremely long show. I, I can promise you this is our longest show uh, ever uh, out of 100-plus uh, uh, episodes. If you guys are still listening to this, thank you so much. You guys are true fans. Uh, we do apologize for running uh, uh, so long. Um, but as Bobby says, this two is the World Cup. hours. Yeah. Two, about two hours and 20 minutes. Two hours of, of World Cup talk. I, I don't think we can get <laughs> enough of, of that uh, for this tournament. But it's late, guys, and we apologize. 
So, uh, so for, hold for on. I, I, oh, wait, I, wait, wait. You know, you know what I want to say real quick? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, w- within the Colombia and Senegal game? Sorry. I just want to throw a little, a, little, a little snippet there. Since this entire tournament, the majority of the teams have been winning on set pieces, Colombia is better than Senegal. So I believe they'll take over. I hope you're right. All right, guys. It's been a long one. Thank you for listening. Uh, on behalf of the entire LA, LA is our Was, house crew, uh, we, we do want to uh, show our appreciation. Thank, thank you guys for our appreciation um, for uh, sticking around for so long. Um, like us, retweet us, uh, give us a five-star rating, all that other fun stuff. Um, enjoy the final week of the World Cup. This is David and Bobby signing off. Uh, guys, if you're still listening at this point uh, and you want to DM us this, you, if you want to DM us, uh, we'll send you a sticker. Uh, get, DM us the, the secret word, basaso, and we'll send you a sticker. Uh, and and uh, that's that's how we know you've, you've listened all the way to the end of this show. Uh, Lewis, are we doing balls and vodka for the group state? I mean, for the uh, knockout rounds. So we are going to, uh, I think we're going to have, we haven't really quite talked about it, but I think we're going to have a uh, one last recording. Uh, hopefully we can do it on Thursday after the games. Um, and uh, just to recap mm. what happened in match three. But after that, um, the, the, the games are going to come well, there needs uh, to, fast. There so, needs to be a summary at some point. though. Right, right. right. So, so the, well, the summary is going to come, I'm assuming, after match day three. And then uh, we'll probably give our predictions for the round of 16 really quick. And then after that, we're not going to be recording anymore. We'll probably just put our predictions up on Twitter um, and we'll keep going uh, then. And then at the end of the World Cup, we'll have a recap of what we saw and our overall take on the tournament and hopefully have uh, another special guest on to uh, to uh, to bookend this uh, uh, th- this World Cup. So uh, just stay tuned for that. So probably one more recording uh so again guys thank you so much for listening um david bobby once again signing off later wait hold on there was a there, not, other than the book pasaso there was a howard lasso howard lasso <laughs> we're delirious guys yeah. bye. it's bye. late it's late bye